strange the way you said her name and when you look in her eyes i see the lust you can't deny it's more to this than what you said cause in your sleep you called her name you say she's just a friend i knew right then cause the rain began oh angel in disguise she was but somehow you fell for her and though she broke your heart that day and left you in the rain but still i love you Yes, with Joe in the background. Come on, okay. never say never. Yeah, the most an album. iconic album of my lifetime. An album. I think I can go on record saying that Never Say Never was one of the albums that changed my life as a youth. Mm. Mm. I think it was yeah. the first album. I have to be honest here. I really, if I really sit and think about it, that was my first cover to cover, like straight through. Like, no skips. You know what? I'm about to... That's going to be our next pre-show. The albums that changed oh, yes. our lives as oh, youth. Yes. I'll yes. be ready. I'll be ready. I'm making a note That'll right That'll give now. me some time. I can put some things, some really thought, some thought to this, and we can get down yes. to, the, to the business of that. But y'all, Brandy, Rayana, Norwood, okay? I don't care what that little dirty white boy says. <laughs> I just, I just cannot be so bothered with his opinions, his lack of his ignorance. That's not, that makes me no never mind. Okay, his ignorance and his culturally his appropriating ignorance. stuff. But that's a different conversation for a different day. <laughs> we will always, okay, remember who Brandy represented to little hmm. black girls hmm. in in the in the nine in the nineties and two thousands. Okay. Hmm. Say what you want to say about her. Agree, disagree. Whether she's your favorite or not, we have to all acknowledge the impact, have the to. influence. Have to. You cannot have to. do that. Okay. You can't have to. not do that. But in okay, any case, from the from the Bob Braids. Listen, I'm talking about Fia. From Fia all from the Fia, way okay. from Fia to Cinderella. We will thank not. Thank you very much. We will not. Okay, thank you very much. We will not stand idle by. And allow any Brandy Norwood slander from any of these oh. misbegotten youth. Oh, not today. them. No. Now y'all don't have the it's right. See, we a sturdy. We no. can speak on the spat fact. Yes, we can. Be and we will. But <laughs> but y'all can't. See, mm -hmm. there's certain conversations that you are not privy to be that's, a part that's, of. That's true. And this is one of them. Very and I didn't, so. truth be told, I didn't know what a Jack Harlow was. Same. Now you know I didn't. Now you I know. I thought it was a Marvel villain. I had to get down to the Google, <laughs> put my reading glasses on and said, now what was, who is this young man? And what is he saying? And then I said. I was just like, how did a fictional character comment on Brandy? I really, I definitely thought listen, it was a villain. if you told me that Jack Harlow was Spider-Man's best friend, I would not mm -hmm. have disagreed with you. Okay, yes, Thank the you young man much. from down to the DC comics. Okay, yeah. fine. Okay. Dandy. Jack Harlow. Okay, that, that, sounds that sounds about right. Peter Parker and Jack Harlow. Sounds like I an mean, adventure to me. I mean, two peas in a pod. <laughs> two peas in a mutant pod. I didn't know what was happening. 
I'm mad that I've been I've been put on to what a post Malone is, or in the words of XD, Roseanne. I know who that is. <laughs> What? And could have lived my entire African American life without knowing who or what a Jack Harlow was. I could have Truly. gone on to glory. Truly. 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 And I still can't because I still I, technically period. don't know. I still am quite shit. fuzzy. I just thought, I, I mean, when Diddy bought him out down to the Billboard Awards the other night, that was literally the oh. first time I was able to put a face with the name. Oh. I watched it in a Breakfast Club interview or mm. one of those. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But we haven't even greeted Hot the people. Hot nine seven or whatever. Oh, hey, y'all. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, niggas. <laughs> Welcome back to Getting Grown with Jade and Kia. Yes. I'm Kia. Mm. I'm Jade. And we don't do nothing but fuss on the internet week after week. And we appreciate you for joining us down here at the kitchen yeah. table where there will always be plenty of snacks and opinions. How are you doing, Sam? <laughs> Full of opinions. Um, <laughs> I'm good. I am. I have four more days. Oh, of it's getting down to the get down. Okay, cuatro días más. So I'm very excited. Wow, sis, be, we have gone. Yeah. We have been a part of this entire journey. The whole thing. How are you feeling? The whole really? time. The whole time. I feel like I need to process it a little more still. Mm-hmm. Are you um, proud? Are you anxious? I am. Are you? I'm proud. Okay, good. I'm a little anxious about my practical exams because I did do my fish practical the other day and your girl still needs to really work on this filleting <laughs> and this actually more of the skin removal more than anything. But that's okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm really proud of myself for the completion. Yes. Um, and, you know, I know I've said it time and time again, but I really did this for myself to prove to myself that I could complete something in a program type of setting because mm. I know completion has happened in many other ways. But um, but I'm really proud of myself for sticking to that and seeing it through. And that's what I set out to do, and that's what I'm doing. Yes, and I have so, to tell you that I am proud of you because it's really been awesome to observe you make the connection in terms of like, cause you know, I'm, you know, I, every, you got to take everything I say about school with a grain of salt because you know, I no. got all the school, right? No, please. We should be listening and, to you more. No, but I'm what? saying, I think, I think you for me embody what it means to, so it's, it's it becomes bigger than the credential, you know, yes. it's bigger than, the degree, the diploma, the certificate, it becomes, this is something that I'm passionate about. And I have had the opportunity to, for this period of time, really immerse myself in learning everything about this. And I'm now thinking about this, not just as, oh, a set of information that, or some information that somebody says I got to know, but this is, these are things that I'm going to use and apply in terms and really sort of this strengthens my skill set for for me to do the work that I want to do. This is not uh you know somebody telling you that you had to fulfill any sort of requirements, but this is something this is a decision that you made for yourself to to sharpen your skill set so that you can do the work that you want to do better. And I saw yes. that I saw that flip that light switch on for you. As your sister, I saw it become like, oh, I'm not just it it was never like 
dang, I don't want to go to class. You were tired. There were times where yes. you were annoyed because people were being trash while you were there. Huh. But still am. Right. But <laughs> it, this was never, I never saw you say you didn't want to do it. I never saw no. you say you didn't want to finish because it was, it was like, connect, this is something that you've always loved to do, but this is mm-hmm. not teaching you how to do it, but it's helping you to do it better in the ways that you've That's always it. done it. That's it. And that That's for it. me is what education is all about. It's not about doing or following some prescribed set steps because somebody mm-hmm. wants you to. It's because yep. I'm really passionate about this thing. And this has given me the opportunity to really do this exclusively. And now I know it inside and out. Yes. And I can do it the way that I want to do it. And so I'm very proud of you. I'm more than I can really articulate. But to see these dots connect in your life. That's how I feel. I feel like they've been breadcrumbs Mm -hmm. that just are a trail that lead to a, you know, just a larger larger game plan that's been that's been designed so so it's really really... this is what it really means to commence because it's not the end of a thing it's the beginning no not by any means exactly not by any means exactly it is it just opened up this the the more for more education i see now why niggas go and get because it's like okay well i want to immerse myself in more so now i'm like okay well now we can really get into like flavor Mm -hmm. profiles of very specific cultures and like i can really now that i got got all this technique down right let's really get into like the the cultural side of it let's get into the scientific side of it let's really get into the shit yes so i'm this I'm is what it means because it's not. That. This is when we commence. Like, as people think of commencement as a culmination, but what you go to mm-hmm. your graduation is really them saying you've met all the qualifications. Now you can go continue to be great. It's not the yep. end of a thing. We're sending you off, and so I'm so excited to see all Thank of the you, the fireworks happen because it Thank really you. does show up. It shows up in your conversation. It shows up. In everything about you, because we really see you walking in who you have been called to be, and so. And it took me a long time, y'all. It took me a long time. No, to but it's. I mean, that's the thing and that I love about it because it it ha- It took me. A I'm long glad time. it did, but I'm glad it did. Yes. I'm glad that I built all of the life experience. I'm glad I did it in this way. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I did it my yes. way. Yes. And I'm Oprah. grateful for that because I'm like okay. You know, if I would have done this at a different time, it might have changed up the trajectory of how things are supposed to flow. But I was supposed to go and get these life life experience so I could incorporate that into not just my education, but how I exist within this setting as well and how I know how to navigate this. Like it really just I'm just really grateful for the trajectory of how things have gone and you know, I'm that that the decision was made and done. It's never been about the credentials. That's the thing. Right. I don't give a shit about the paper. Exactly. I'm just glad I did the yes. experience. And that's what it's really so. all about for everyone. That's why I say people think because I have degrees that I want everybody to get degrees. I recognize that my path is not everybody's path, right? But I want yes. every all of us deserve to find that thing that excites us to the point where we want to learn as much as we can about it. And there's no one way to do that. 
Right. So Agreed. like the same can Agreed. be said, like my grandfather never went to college, but he is I, to, to watch him throughout his life, immerse himself in ministry and not for mm-hmm. any sort of performance, performative reasons. It's not about having mm-hmm. any sort of credential or reaching any sort of prescribed milestones or benchmarks. It's like, this is what I feel like I've been put on this earth to do. And so every opportunity I can to learn more about how to do this better, sign me up. And so it's not about getting a bunch of degrees if that's not your path. Like I had to get a bunch of degrees because in order for me to do the work that I've been called to do, this is the path that I had to take. But I recognize Mm -hmm. that for some people, uh, you know, school is a part of that process. And for some people, it's not. Other people, it's a part. But later on in the journey, all that to say, child, this is really about finding your lane. And and really taking the time, all the time that you need to find it. Because some people find it at 20. Some people don't find it till 50 or 60. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Oh, sister, I appreciate your um, encouragement and uh, interest. You know what I'm saying? While I've been on this journey, you've been asking uh, how things, you know, how things have been going and showing a sincere interest. And that makes a... Uh, the world of difference for sure you know what i'm saying when you're and you did it for when me. you're on a path you said i well i was sincerely interested yes i did not understand but jade, i was interested jade and i spoke <laughs> every day when i was writing my dissertation jade and i spoke on facetime every day and it yeah. was something that i look forward to every night when I was up yep. writing at all ungodly hours, when everyone else was asleep, I knew that Jade mm-hmm. was, going, was going to be one of the people. I'd be FaceTiming her 1 a.m. What you doing? Are you writing? Yes, okay, girl, cool. right here in this seat where I always am. But all that to say, welcome back, guys. We're excited. Yes. We got a good show for you. We have an amazing guest. We're talking all today yes. about body positivity really reconceptualizing how we think reconceptualizing how we think about health and fitness not thinking mm-hmm. about uh exercise in terms of loss but in terms of gains it's about the yep. gains. gains what are we winning okay yes we're excited Thanks. so you all are going to really enjoy that kitchen table yes. um featuring that Danielle. we have with our beautiful guest yes indeed you'll get into that in just a few minutes but for now sis you want to head into this terrible trash yeah let's get into this trash okay okay i'll clean up woman it's all right it is time for the trash and first on the trash, oh Lord! I thought we'd start it off with some trash. Okay. Tank. <laughs> Tank is in the media talking about Kelly Rowland. Okay. Um, and how talented she is. Okay. I guess they worked recently on a project together. But he says that he did not realize the entirety of her uh, talent because Destiny's Child was designed for Beyonce to shine. Now, while I do not disagree that that was the design by Matthew Knowles, I also... Did you ever listen to any Destiny's Child tank? Like, we all heard Kelly sing. Several times. And I just want to know... Multiple. Like, what is the point of saying something like that? And I, I know that... You know, I guess I can imagine that in his mind, 
he thought that he was giving her a compliment. And I'm not going to say that he wasn't in his own right. logic. Yeah. But like there are certain things. I think the older I get, I realize that there are certain things that I can say to myself. And then there are certain things that I can say out loud. And then further, there are certain things that I can say in a microphone. <laughs> like so, so I just wonder along, uh, uh, you know, along those lines. I wonder, you know, if 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 it is useful or helpful for us to all think about when we're speaking. Is this? Like, for what audience is this particular thought? Because not yeah, every opinion or idea or thought that we have is not for public consumption. There are certain things no. that we can say to ourselves. I just, I just think, mm -hmm. I just yeah. think sometimes, and this is a, this I feel like is good adulting for me. Because it's mm. I've, I've, I know this now because there are many things that I should I have said out loud and then thought, wow, that is something I probably should have not said should out loud. Shut the fuck up right there. Wow. <laughs> I mean, how powerful would it have been if I would have just not said that? Like what? <laughs> and so listen, I, I say that with grace. I understand. I don't have anything against Tank, and I do feel like I could see the intention behind what he was trying to say. Yeah. But listening yeah. to that, I was just like, wow, wow. Now, if he would have just said that to himself, all of this could have been avoided. We could, he could have just said, <laughs> you know, I really, really got to experience Kelly's talent in its entirety. Yes. Or I really got to like, you know, be yes. up close and personal. Yes. Yes. Why, uh, don't be, don't be quietly messy. Yes. Like, yes. That's Just a lesson. This is a revelation for somebody. Wow. Mm. It really is. Like, don't be <laughs> quietly messy. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be doing no, uh, you know, you don't even know what you, what is, what's the, um, dry, you know, I'd be, we'd be like, don't be dry snitching. Don't be dry messy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't be dry messy. It's weird. Um, it is strange. And, and other news. And other news. The Migos have allegedly split. No, you see, I have heard this. I've heard mm -hmm. some murmurings of this on my own news feed around. Yes. And it's so fascinating to me because it'll be little stuff like, now, I don't know the difference between them, so you're going to have to help me. Oh, but yeah, like, no problem. two of them unfollowed mm. one of them one or of them. something like that. So allegedly... Quavo and Takeoff, which are nephew and uncle. Really? Are uh, Yeah, they're nephew and uncle. Oh, um, wow. My mind is blown. They're all related, but I feel like Quavo is related to Offset a different way. Mm. And then Takeoff is his nephew. Wow. I think I got that right. Okay. So now, allegedly... They are forming a group called Nephew and Unk or Unk and Neff or something along that. R&B and Funk. I don't know. Something wow. like that. Wow. I'm learning so much. And, now, and which one is... Offset. Offset. That's Cardi's husband. That's Cardi's okay. husband. So he's now apparently the solo Migo. Wow. And so he's going okay, to continue to be Amigo. No. Well, he's going to be Offset okay. because... Quiet as it's kept. Right. 
It's not quiet at all, actually. Um, honestly, Takeoff and Offset are the most talented of the of the trio. Okay. Quavo is good for the hooks, and he's got the distinguishable voice. Okay. Takeoff is not as active as the other two. Gotcha. Uh, Offset and Quavo have been more active in you I know see. in the media I and see. doing more things in music outside of just Migos. Um, I don't know what led to this, mm. but that's what's going on. Wow. I mean, mm-hmm. well, this is certainly something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, I'm just, I, when I heard it, I was like, not the Migos. Oh, wow. Okay. So listen. Not the Migos. I mean. You know, I love the Migos. You know, your girl loves a, a stir fry, you know. A, in the kitchen. I, there's certain hood rap music that resonates with my soul and the Migos is part of that and you know no do I think that they're uber talented or you know the most meaningful in hip-hop no but I enjoy them so it was disappointing to hear um Rihanna had her baby yes she did congratulations congratulations Mm -hmm. to Rihanna and her co-parent and Rihanna (laughs) (laughs) And that's all we have to say about that. Yeah. Yes, indeed. I can't. After you, you said that mm-hmm. dark-skinned women shouldn't wear red lipstick, and I just don't subscribe to that. So, congratulations to Robin Rihanna. Uh, Excuse me. Fenty. Yes. I always forget that, right? Because we've all just remixed her name, and she's let us. Um, you know, I, we I, already discussed Jack Harlow and Brandy in the pre, in the pre-show, so y'all just gonna have to get down to the Patreon for all of that. Oh yes, it was a good time. Um, two more things. So I read a disturbing story. Oh Lord. right. Uh, in the wake of everything that's going on, there are still people out there. There's the willful, hateful, and then there is the ignorant. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. So, a young man, you know, this prom promposal thing has become a thing. Right? Oh dear. Like, it's yes. like gender reveals and whatever else the fuck shit people do. I hate gender reveals. But anyway, um, so this young man gave a promposal to a girl in his in his class. And on the promposal, it had a Black Lives, it had a fist, it had a, I'm not going to say Black Lives Matter fist, it had a fist. Of that, our wait, symbol. wait, wait, before you begin, what color are these people? He was white and she was biracial. Okay. She is not the assailant in this. Uh, oh, naturally. <laughs> but. But. Carry on. Well. Well, not naturally, so, but okay. Right? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you got Candace Owens, old praying mantis, wife, I all over the internet. And that other little biracial boy, the little biracial gay boy who runs around on the internet with all his right wing foolishness. Like, sir, they hate you two times. What's wrong with you? But anyway. Self hatred. He hates so, himself as well, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. Even more so. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gives this promposal, and on the on the poster, I'm already it has distressed. the fist. Already distressed. And it has a picture of George Floyd. What? Wait a minute. Okay. Oh, I haven't gotten to the worst of it, sister. 
It has a picture of George Floyd, and it says, I want to take you to the prom so bad, I can't breathe. Oh, oh you know or what? I, they can squeeze the breath out or something along. It was very distasteful swing, and very disrespectful. Swing down, sweet chariot. I mean, um, just stopping now. Unlike ride. many other things that we've seen, as far as responses, the parents of the of the young lady who the proposal was given to, uh, they were like, "We don't want her anywhere near anybody like this. This is this is so absolutely." disgusting and disrespectful the school you know district responded and said we don't tolerate none of that i can't you know people do whatever they're gonna do to save face but i just was floored to even be reading that this idea came to somebody's mind and then like came to fruition i mean not only was the idea I mean, like you sign, like, I mean, in conception and execution <laughs> and yeah. then in, in yeah. you know, I mean, I mean, it's like you, you were wrong and then you dug your heels down. You double down and you're wrong. Yeah. And at no point yeah. in the process of creating and executing this plan, did any person say this is not a good idea? No, there was never any sort of system of check and balance to see that this is clearly not appropriate. He did it. Or or mm. uh, offensive? Mm-mm. No, I just not, you know I feel like every day we are. I, I just feel like there's just more and more evidence to the fact that we are in grave danger as Black people Sheesh. on this camp, on this I country, mean, and on this planet. We are in danger and i know that people yeah. it's being said so much that we become desensitized to that but the mm-hmm. but it's really an actual fact in that our humanity is disregarded on so yeah. many levels yeah. and at every stage i'm thinking about this story i'm thinking about the young white boy who rang the doorbell of the on the black people with the whip with the whip Oh, and I'm saying, man. like, this young man, I mean, what was he? Eight or nine? Ten? Yeah. And then when the parents went over to confront the other parents, they got rowdy and 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 disrespectful and shot a gun off. I feel like we get caught up in, and I think, you know, I, I, I have been very reflective, and I think I'm getting worse as I as I get older. And I don't know, maybe worse is not the right, the right. Mm-mm, way to no, characterize they're it. still doing they're doing so many things but i think that like i think about there have been so many sort of symbols of progress that we've been fed over the last 10 20 years yes lies that have really um caused so many of us to believe that the legacy of racism in this country is a thing of a past. It's not something that mm-hmm. is that is active and thriving and growing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people, people citing the success of particular people of color, people like Barack Obama or like, you know, yeah. the, you know, the black, the you know how how black wealth is expanding in certain groups mm-hmm. in certain spaces and people mm-hmm. use these as some sort of signifier of progress but if you really think about it broad scheme of things like 
These are very mm-hmm. small, small sort of uh-uh. mirages, right? Yeah, they're mirages, like they're like yes. they're like illusions. Illusions, because if you really get down to the basics of like what people teach their children, this white boy mm-hmm. is of high school age and does not see how inherently flawed a promposal of this nature is it's scary because this is the same white boy that will grow up to be a white man who could be your son's college roommate who could be uh who could grow up and be teaching your children u.s history who could your child you know be your child's you know what i'm saying and i mean who who could be that pulls your kid over i mean the life insurance adjustment person agent yeah. the person who yep. does your dry cleaning the person who, yep. who fills your prescriptions and they look mm-hmm. at you and they don't see a human being Mm-mm. they don't see themselves mm. with this mm. they don't see you with the same respect and 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 acknowledgement as they as they see as they see themselves their family Mm-mm. the women Mm-mm. that they are in relationship or close to Mm-hmm. And and it's like if you really sit with that for a minute, it really should scare you to your bones because Absolutely. none of us are safe in any in any respect in any capacity. Now Amy Schumer got up there and cried about I don't want to hear about, about Will that, Smith her getting bad slapped. Built self. That's how she built or like whoever a bag of Chris Rock getting slapped. I don't have then time. Y'all don't have shit to say when when a bunch of old people in Buffalo get shot up at the supermarket. I mean because and it you was don't have less... shit to say when you find out that it was targeted and it was intentional. Y'all don't have shit to say about none of that. So miss me with the bullshit. And the fact that that Will Smith slapping Chris Brown stated Chris Brown. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Chris I'm sorry. Rock, please forgive me. Will Smith <laughs> slapping Chris Rock stayed in the news longer than these eight people that lost their lives in the top supermarket yeah. in Buffalo, New yep. York. White yep. folks have moved on. Quick. I don't know if they were ever tapped in. True. Be real honest with you. True. And if we not careful, so. if we not careful, black and brown people, we'll move on too. Hmm. Hmm. Because hmm. I mean, the the emails in my inbox certainly haven't slowed down <laughs> or stopped. No, they sure have not. They sure haven't. So it's just really disappointing and disheartening and um, scary. We got to stay prayed up, like scary. Candy said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Candy, I'm what sorry. Is this? That I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh, but I, uh, uh, levity. You know, black people. We have got to. Sometimes we laugh to keep from crying. But oh, yeah, all the I'm time. thinking about that this this new viral sensation, uh, hips, thighs, Wait, and body. Have you heard? So no. I guess it's one of those stage plays that Candy was in with Portia and Funky okay. Dineva. Uh, okay. There was a song <laughs> that is now going viral again as like the BBL anthem of the world because the whole hook of the song is like hips, thighs, and body. Hips, okay, thighs, and I don't know the yeah. tune. Thighs. Girl, and I just want to say, Candy Burris. Um, Candy Burris. Oh, I just can't wait until you hear this tune. I can't wait. Okay. I just cannot it's wait. Legs and hips and body. I don't know what the context of this song is. I don't know anything about the play, but I know that it's recently gone viral and people are saying it's like the BBL theme music or something. 
It's a mantra. Why won't it's a chant. Let me listen to the song. They all want to plug their little raggedy ass. Well, you know, we are living in the age of influence. Everybody wants oh to be seen God. talking about the latest craze. But legs See, and hips just, and body. That is the I'm name going, of the song. Oh, wait. Is this it right here? Nope. This. Is, oh, wait. Body. That's funky <laughs> Dineva. That's funky Dineva. I figured it's Nessa, much. my it hair is laid. <laughs> <laughs> legs hey, Nessa, and girl. hips legs and hips and body, and body. <laughs> yo that is incredible yo this nigga is still not where are you you gotta watch the pre-show oh, because there's just another installment of jade's <sighs> delivery chronicles from hell i mean y'all it is mind-blowing. Um, one last thing on the trash before we get into our wonderful graduation announcement. So, um, obviously, you know I had to do it. There was a lighting ceremony for Biggie. Oh, yes. Happy Biggie Day. Happy Biggie Day. Oh, in yes. honor of what would have been his 50th wow. birthday here. I feel Yeah, old. isn't that crazy? Yes. Right? And you know that That's Busta crazy. Rhymes turned 50 the day before Biggie's birthday. Oh shit! You're right. Yes, indeed. And and I feel like they went to the same high, high school, school or yeah. at middle school or one of those. And Chris Rock too. Don't get me the line. Brooklyn, but, Brooklyn. Um, it was definitely uh, it was definitely it definitely would have been his fiftieth birthday. So there was a lighting ceremony. There was also a gala that was hosted by Lil Kim, and. A plethora of oh, a, yes. a bunch of our other faves, classics. Junior Mafia was in the building. Oh wow! Smith and Wesson. Um, so, and then it was a special performance from his son CJ, oh. where he did one more chance, oh, which I thought was I very can't. beautiful, especially given that the, what we heard from Mace not too long ago about past celebrations. Um, mm. And then, lastly, Lord have mercy. four train stations in Brooklyn. Uh, were they held special Biggie Metro cards? <gasps> so there were only fifty thousand of them total, baby. When I tell you, I have, the you lines. Have, oh, did you get that? No, because <sighs> you know how I am with lines. Understood. Literally, there were lines out of the train station. That's so like down the block. Wow. Yeah, for people to get the to get the special um, Metro card, and there were only fifty thousand Metro cards, and they were only at four different stations. Wow, that's amazing. So I did not get mine, but that's okay. I'll get it on the next iteration. Yes. Um, you know, somebody will sell theirs or something. I mean, I'm and sure that they're going for millions of dollars on the eBay or something. You already know. You already know. But they're going. They're going to have to do it again, or they're going to, you know, or bring it back around on a wider look. Like you all need to just MTA. As much fucking money as you all steal every goddamn year, you all want to raise Metro card prices. Okay, now we're about to start giving away our fucking right arms for Metro cards. I can't you even imagine. Well. I know what it was. How much is a monthly? When I left New York ten years ago, shit, Couldn't I even can't tell believe you anymore. that. It's I been can't ten even years. Tell you anymore. My, no my, more fun passes. My no, uh, Maryland anniversary is coming up this week. Tomorrow. Shut up. Tomorrow. Really? Yeah, it'll be ten years I've lived in 
this in this state. I left That's I left New York ten me. years ago. Ain't that dumb? I remember when we celebrated you leaving. <laughs> or you you getting into me getting the into program. yes. Cause I remember yes. I, me and Crystal, like literally it was literally we left I left a month after Crystal got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. wow. That's <laughs> Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have wasted enough time. We have a wonderful <laughs> guest to get to. But before that, y'all already know what time it is. Graduation announcement. So let's get on over there. When I went to all I get is all thoughts. Thoughts. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Oh, man. My sister's popping right now. La, la, la. Welcome back, y'all. It's uh, graduation announcement time. We're going to get right to the business and start yes. with our first email. And it reads, Greetings, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. I have been waiting for my opportunity to submit this announcement for myself since I started listening, so I'm super excited to do so. I would like to shout out myself for fighting to earn my Master's in Education Leadership from Concordia University, Nebraska. I say fighting to earn because not only did I battle depression, anxiety, and the stresses of being a full-time teacher, but I was dismissed and had to appeal for re-enrollment to earn my degree. I am so proud of myself and fired up to continue the next part of my journey, which is the principal certification program at the University of Houston. Pray for my grit and perseverance hey, and that I have the cash flow I need to fund it. I know that's right. Thank you for this opportunity to celebrate mm-hmm. myself. Signed forever a fan and Tia M. Thank you, Tia. We, too, are Thank very you, proud Tia. of you. And thanks for being so transparent and sharing the ups and downs of your of your journey, because, listen, Uh, Academic dismissal happens a lot more often than folks care to admit or acknowledge. (laughs) But, you know, it's not how you start or it's not where you start. Uh, It's not what your struggles are, but it's absolutely where you finish and how you bounce back from them. So we are proud of you for persisting through the difficulty um, and the challenge. And we will absolutely continue to pray for you as you pursue your next step. Uh, at the Absolutely. University of Houston, especially as the alumni, gang, gang, gang. Okay. Congratulations, Shout out Tia. To the Cougars. Yeah. Shout- Congratulations, Tia. All right. Next on the docket. Greetings, ladies. Love you down. Love you too, girl. I have a I have a double header. First, my brilliant, fun-loving, kind, gorgeous, witty son, yes. Carter Ellis. Aiken Williams completes kindergarten Yay. on June 15, 2022. Hey! Oh. He will enter first grade at his elementary school with the ability to read, add, subtract, and do multiplication and with impressive logic skills. Come on now. Happy kindergarten celebration to my toot. Yes. Second, my determined, headstrong, ambitious, handsome, and charismatic cousin Zachary Evans graduated from Walk Wall, Rock Wall. Heath High School in three and a half years and will walk the stage in June. Zach Attack is already attending the University of Minnesota on a full football athletic scholarship. Zach is a promising running back. Number 26, go ahead. Okay, she included some beautiful pictures and he's a gifted young man with a bright future ahead of him. Congrats, Zach. And this is from Elise. So Elise, congratulations to your baby boy Carter mm-hmm. and to your cousin Zach. We hope that both of you all 
do what you need to do in your and your next levels and we can we pray for your continued success yes indeed um congratulations to congratulations. to baby boy and to nephew we love to hear it um the next email okay so Shade from last week wanted to say that uh you know her your our words really touched her she also wanted to say jay you pronounced her name perfectly um, oh so. yay good thank you so. <laughs> I'll move, on. move on to uh an email we got from Corey. it reads hi aunties i would like to give a huge shout out to myself and my big sister caress i graduated this may with my bachelor's of science in public health and was blessed to have a full-time job in my field right after i walked across the stage my big sis added another hat and received a, cert- a certificate in teaching english language learners we did that shit yes couldn't ask for a better role model i love you girl and that is from Corey. Thank you, Corey. And congratulations to you and your sister, Caress. Absolutely. Shout out to y'all. I love it. Caress and Corey. That just flows right off the tongue. Very cute. Next one up says, praise the Lord, niggas, first and foremost, giving honor to God for this delightful podcast. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I love that. (laughs) I thoroughly enjoy your podcast and Patreon every single week. I've been a supporter since the beginning, back when you were debating Ritz versus Club Crackers. Very important distinctions. I am a club girl. (laughs) And you gave a shout out to my oldest son, Logan, for his kindergarten promotion ceremony a few years ago. Now my baby, my shadow, and my twin, Landon, is graduating from pre-K as well. I'm so proud of this not-so-little guy. He's so smart and inquisitive like his older brother, and he keeps us all on our toes. Please help me send Landon well wishes as he leaves pre-K to go to big boy school. As I type this, I also realize that I, too, have completed a certificate program in manuscript editing from the University of Chicago Graham School and wanted to pat myself Mm. on the back, as you should. Being a wife and a mom working full time and starting a business all while going to school has not been easy. You want to have a conversation? Hello. Please excuse the copyrighted photo of my baby as we are waiting on the prince to be delivered. I know that's right. Yes. Thank you for all that you do. And that's from Lauren. Oh, so look cute. at him. Both of these babies Little are precious. About. So precious. I can't handle it. I can't deal. And shout out to you, Lauren, because that is no easy feat Mm-mm. for you to be handling all of those, all those balls, no pun intended, all at one time. So. <laughs> that's so childish. Okay. We are. <laughs> the next email comes from Corinne. Thank you so much for the name pronunciation. We uh, and really... I'm really mad at this comparison. Uh-huh. We... <laughs> she says her name is Corinne, as in Corinne Stevens. Stephens. Well, same thing. That's not even the name she's using now. But either way, it's not her. It ain't. It's I... not. Anyway, we didn't even get to that. That is not what we're here for. Mm. Well, we do... <laughs> well, listen. I mean, turn to your neighbor and say rebrand. Okay. Okay. Hi, Jada Kia. <laughs> Sorry. Hi, Jada Kia. I am Corinne, a longtime listener, Hi. and I love the show. We love you too, girl. I would like we to do. submit a graduation announcement for myself. When I started my MBA program in 2020, I walked away from a full-time job as a single parent during a pandemic. She writes, I am crazy in parentheses. That's These okay. past two years have been a challenge, but I'm grateful to say I graduated last week from North Carolina state university with my mba concentrated in supply chain management i have secured a full-time six-figure salary
gallery that I am starting <laughs> next month. Teach us how to stunt, girl. <laughs> I would like to encourage anyone listening who is apprehensive about stepping out on faith and going back to school, do it. I wish I would have gone back a long time ago, but it's never too late. I would also like to give a shout out to my baby girl, Zoe, who is graduating from K-4 and is headed to kindergarten in the fall. We both are embarking on the next chapter, and I am so grateful to be able to provide her with the best life possible with love. Corinne. Congratulations, That's Corinne. Right. I mean, girl, you did that and shout out to baby Zoe. Did. Yeah, shout out to baby shout Zoe. Shout out to baby Zoe. Our next announcement reads, greetings and humble salutations. Humble. <laughs> humble, 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 humble. This is Kevin, GGB West Coast. Meow. And I am back, back, back again. <laughs> oh! <Yes. laughs> I love this. Okay, let me do that again. Excuse me. <laughs> this is Kevin, GGB West Coast, and I'm back, back, back again. I had to do that in Alyssa Edwards' voice. <laughs> to shout out my cousin oh, Shelby gosh. Brown for graduating from Ball State University with her BA in musical theater. Love it. She's a triple threat with talents that will take her as far as she continues to follow God's plan yes. for her life. I'm so proud to welcome you into our family legacy of Ball State graduates. I'm so sorry. Now I, you put me in Alyssa, and now I'm like, my mind is going elsewhere. You can catch her this summer at Cedar Point as a member of the Swell Tones Entertainment yes. Chorus. Yes, Cedar Swell Point, Tones. one of the greatest amusement parks of all time. Big facts. Okay. And she, oh, look at these photos. Okay, Mama is a star. Yes. Okay, this is a star we love, right here. We stand. We love to see it. And that's from Kevin. Aw. Swell Tones. Thank you, Kevin. The swell, swell Tones. The Swell Tones. Oh, wow. Look, he put Shout a out throwback to you, Shelby. picture from our San Francisco show. Oh, wait. Oh, that's the last one that yes. didn't download. Look hey, Kevin. Oh, Yay. What up, Kevin? Yes, shout out to you, Kevin. Shout out to you, Shelby. Rocking his praise the Lord nigga sweatshirt. Um got to bring merch back. I know. Hello to hello to two of my favorite podcasters. I am pleased to say hello. that I will be completing a graduate certificate in big data and analytics in June. It wasn't always fun, but after previously earning two bachelor's degrees, this will officially be my last foray with higher education. Fair. I respect the hustle, but I'm tired <laughs> of school. Also fair. Congratulations mm -hmm. to all the graduates and those still putting in the work. Thank you for your continuous uh, hard work, funny stories, and this community, and that is signed S. Covington. Thank you. Yes, thank you so Appreciate much. Appreciate you and congratulations. Royalty Covington, because mm -hmm. I don't know your pronouns. Amen. Next one reads, hey, Jade and Kia, hey. I am Nia, hey, and I'm excited to give myself another shout out this go year. Ahead. I graduated from Texas State University. Hey, go TSU mm -hmm. with my master's degree in integrated agricultural sciences yes. with a focus in agriculture economics. Yes. yes. Completing my thesis has been the hardest thing I've ever done, but I'm proud to say I did it by the grace of God. I even secured a full-time job with one of the largest agriculture companies in the world. I know that's right. I love you guys, and thank you for the shout-out. Aww. Oh, shout-out to you. Thank you. Nia. <sighs> hello again, Jade and Kia. Well, hello. Shouting hello. out myself this time, I have completed my Master's of Public Administration from Rutgers University, Newark, I wasn't feeling very excited about celebrating or attending the commencement since I 
since I feel confused about next steps in my life and knew most of my family wouldn't be able to attend, but my loving boyfriend and family really came through to support and celebrate this achievement. My boyfriend and little sister, who I shouted out in May 2020, convinced me to walk the stage. I was also joined by my father, who just celebrated his one year sober. Congratulations. He took this weekend to have a much needed conversation about his addiction and its impact on our lives and ultimately attempt to make attempt to make amends. We hugged and cried and feel that we have a future to look forward to. Even though I'm not sure how I want to apply this degree, I feel loved, supported and have a positive outlook about my relationship with my father that I never thought possible. Here are some pics. Please don't mind my hair and wrinkle regalia. Oh, girl. We took scooters. <laughs> we took scooters after the ceremony. I'm honored to I be included that. in this annual celebration. Thank you. That is from Taylor. Congratulations to you, Taylor. This is adorable. Yes, congratulations, Taylor. Oh, I love that. And I wouldn't even recognize the wrinkles. It doesn't even look wrinkled. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. And it looks like you have all of the joy and gratitude in these photos. And that's really what's important. And girl, don't worry about uh, what's coming next. Know what's for you cannot Mm-mm. miss you and you will end up exactly Absolutely. where you belong keep being great girl you got Absolutely. this you sure do our next graduation announcement reads hi chef jade and dr kia i've waited impatiently all right <laughs> i love the transparency <laughs> uh to share that my graduate to share my graduation announcement after completing my defense in august i was hooded on may 13th at peabody college's vanderbilt university burr, 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 burr. <laughs> I would like to share this recognition with my crew, ABCD, who helped me stay motivated, survive statistics, and laugh when crying would have been easier. Congratulations, Dr. Elena Chipman-Leaks, Dr. Brittany Whitby, and Dr. Davion Morgan. Our combined strength made it possible for each of us to make it. And attached is a picture of us beaming with joy, looking like a rainbow of black (gasps) beauty. I love Thank it. Thank you, Jada Kia, for keeping me laughing, thinking, and growing as I completed my studies. I love these photos. Congratulations to Dr. Shalon Jones, yes. and uh, as well as Dr. Elena Chipman Leeks, Dr. Brittany Whitby, and Dr. Davian Morgan. Congratulations yes. to you all. I love the ABCD. Listen, we make it out together. We got to retain each other. That's the Absolutely. only way we make it through. I love this. Absolutely. Thank you for writing. It is amazing. It is. Hey, Jade and Kia, my graduation shout-out is to to my little sister, Ella Kilgore. She just graduated from Lansing Community College in Michigan with an associate's in business with a concentration in paralegal studies. I am such a freaking proud big sister, as you should be. She opted out of graduating from high school and went to Job Corps to complete her GED. She didn't attend college for the first time until the age 20 and figured out that she still wasn't ready for college full-time. But she never gave up and went back when, when and how she saw fit. Last week at the age of 28, while working full-time, she got her first degree. And as promised, if she walked, I would be there to see her cross the stage. Me and my son were there from Alabama to Michigan. Now she has goals to get her bachelor's within the next two years. And then on to a HBCU law school. I'm so proud of her because she never gave up, did it for herself, and will continue to do it for herself, no matter what anyone says, nor how long it takes. I'm not sure if my sister listens to your podcast, but I do. And I will brag on my sis any and every way I can. And that is from Mia. Thank you, Mia. And shout out to your sister, Aww. Ella. I love your her story. I'm very proud of her yeah. and can't it wait. sounds so similar. Yes, indeed. I can't wait 
to uh, to see what is next. Uh, what's in store for Absolutely. her for her next I love I love 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 this congratulations you give Ella a special kiss on the cheek for yes, me yes indeed you know what I'm saying that's that's my that sounds like tribe right there gang gang and I understand the trajectory so shout out to, shout out to both of you yes indeed Next announcement reads, Hi, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. Thank you for providing a space for us to join you at the table. We're happy to have you. We're blessed by you both. My name is Adrian, and I want to shout out my three children as they will all be moving up into new phases of school. That's, oh, that's right. right. My oldest son, Nicholas, is 13, an mm-hmm. eighth grader, and will be going into high school. Love it. The ghetto. <laughs> my daughter Autumn is in fifth grade and will be going to middle school. Ooh, hell. And mm. my baby Charleston will be graduating pre K. Precious still. Kindergarten awaits him. It truly takes a village, and mine rallied, and we made it through this school year. I'm proud of my babies, and I'm excited for their future. Congratulations to all the graduates, and thank you for the opportunity to shot them out. And they look like lovely little cherubs. Children. Little cherubs. Okay. God I mean, bless their souls, their spirits, and their hearts as they enter, especially that middle school. Wow. Woo. What a ghetto time. Ghetto. It's fine. Mm. Uh, but we're <laughs> praying for you as a mom as well. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> Dr. Kia and Cousin Jay, hello to you both. Longtime listener here writing in to shout out my damn self. After as working in a variety of health and wellness roles, including teaching K-12 PE and health in public, private, and alternative school settings. I returned to grad school. Exactly. (laughs) I returned to grad school for a second master's degree after I kept getting pulled back like this was a life's mission. I had way too much trouble trying to find a good therapist over the years, and when I did settle, it seemed to always turn into a shit show. I decided to do something about it and give others a better opportunity that I, uh, others a better opportunities than I've had in the past. I went back to school to become a therapist, the therapist that I wish I had. In December 2021, I graduated from the University of Kentucky. Don't hold it against me. It was an online program that gave me in-state tuition. Girl, you, you don't have to no, qualify. No, we don't. Ain't no judgment over here. <laughs> we don't this have to qualify. the next day. Uh-uh. <laughs> University of Kentucky with a Master of Arts in counseling, Counselor Education, specializing in clinical mental health counseling. I'm now in the metro Atlanta area working towards a licensure for Georgia and Florida while helping individuals who are LGBTQ+. Uh, mainly trans individuals, poly relationship structures, cult religious trauma, etc. Now I'm out here mm-hmm. adding my name to the list of much needed black male therapists and putting my name at the top of the extremely short list of black openly trans male therapists in the state of Georgia. I love that I can give black individuals the opportunity to choose to sit across from a therapist who looks like them because let's be real, representation does matter and sometimes doesn't happen even here in Georgia. This podcast mm-hmm. continues to get me through. Can't wait till there are live shows again. Had the opportunity to meet you too <laughs> at two shows in Atlanta and also attended the dopest dinner party here when Jade and Santana had it. Stay Ooh, safe. That was the first one ever. Yes. Stay safe and healthy the out ghetto. there. And continue <laughs> to take care of not only your physical health, but that mental health as well. And that is signed Daniel Edwards. Um, yeah. M-A-C-M-A. Yes. Go oh, ahead. I remember meeting you, Daniel. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much. Thank you for your constant support. And I have to say, I have to say. This is so amazing. Oh, that, oh you went to the second yes. Atlanta one. Okay, yes. that was fun. That was a house party. Love these photos. Um, Love these photos. I have to say 
that I think it's beautiful, the work that you're doing and the spaces that you're taking it to. I'm proud of you. Because we all need representation. And I think it's very important, especially within therapy and the trans community, that there's representation there. So I think it's absolutely beautiful what you're doing. And congratulations to you. I'm sending a lot of love to you. Yes. And I also talked to uh, Chris. Shout out to Chris. Chris helps us post our Patreon we have yes. made the, the 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 graduation shout outs its own segment. And yes. Chris and I talked about on Patreon sharing the photos that you all share in the email with the larger Patreon community. Um, and so yes. um, we will be integrating those into the, the graduation announcement. If segment. you all are open to if it, if you're open to it. If you um, haven't, if you if you have, if you know that you send a photo and you don't want us to post it, just let us know. Um, yep. or we'll sort of think of a way to sort of ne- negotiate that. But that is something that we wanted to, to share yes. with our Patreon community as well. And, you know, just all in the name of celebration, uh, but no yes. pressure. So just wanted to put that out there. Thank you so much, Daniel, just for writing. This is amazing. Absolutely. Thank you, Daniel. Um, next up, our listener writes, Hey, Dr. Kia and Jade, AKA uh, mother sauce. Thank you very much <laughs> for recognizing my drag name. <laughs> I wanted to send a graduation shout out to my friend and rugby teammate, Dominique Purifoy, who recently became the first woman to be accepted into the training academy and become a firefighter in Smyrna, Georgia. Right outside of Atlanta. I know all about Smyrna. Same. Dom is also a Marine Corps veteran and experienced personal trainer with special certifications that focus on pre-postnatal and elder functional fitness. Mm. Love that. She's worked so hard at balancing her life and getting through this very mentally and physically intense candidate training, as well as being the newbie and only woman in a firehouse, all while continuing her competitive rugby season, landing fifth in the nation for D1. Yes! I'm so very proud of you, Dom. You've made major moves to give yourself the life you deserve, and the payoff is and will continue to be glorious. I love it. Outstanding work, fam. And that's from Candice. I love it. Shout out to you, Dom. Thank you, Candace, for writing in. Fun fact, I applied for the FDNY did you? years ago. I did. That's I something did. I never knew. Yes, that's just a special Go fun fact. Ahead. For you Clearly, could y'all I did imagine not if y'all it. was if your house was on fire and Jay <laughs> came to, to put it out? That is something. <laughs> Now, why didn't you clean up before I got here? First of all, I mean, it would be terrible. Wow, what a time. Yeah, I definitely applied for the FDNY for sure. That is amazing. I just thought that would be a fun fact to share with you. Shout out to you. Thank you, Candace, for writing. Thank you, Candace. Shout out to you, Dom. We're all over here (laughs) scared to death. Waiting on Jade to put the fire out. Lord have mercy. Um, hello, Jade and Dr. Kia. In 2019, I wrote to you both shouting out my friend Grace Duran. This time I'm yes. shouting myself out. Dr. Tinsley Spence Mitchell and the squad. Doctors Nana Awusu, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Sarah Foster and I graduated last year at all different times. In 2018, we all started our doctoral studies together at West Chester University and met that semester. These ladies were the tribe that I needed to undertake the challenge of doctorate studies. 
not I finished in the spring of 2021. I finished that summer and Sarah finished that fall where we all received our doctorate of public administration DPA degree. We did, we each did our entire dissertation during the pandemic, which was no easy feat. Sarah and I would work our day jobs until five or six. And then from 10 to 4 AM, we would work all night on our research and then do it again each day. Right. We were just talking about that. (laughs) Each of us were inducted into Pi Alpha Alpha, the National Public Administrators Honor Society. And through it all, we made it. I recently was acknowledged by my college as most outstanding student, reflecting all of the engagement that I did in my program. Since graduating, all three of us have gotten new opportunities that best reflect the professionals that we want to become. Thank you for this space where I could pour back into the ladies who have poured so much into me. Nana and I took our graduation photos together. So here are a few. I have also included Sarah's photos as well. Thank you so much, Tinsley. Um, uh, Dr. Tinsley and Dr. Nana and Dr. Sarah, we're all sat, we're all proud of all of you. Congratulations. All of you. Yes, indeed. All of you. And these pictures are so cute. You guys are precious. Gorgeous. We love, Hello, listen, Dr. black women. Ke- oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Oh, no, no, my bad. Black women love, we love to pose with our feet crossed. That Let is the superpower. Okay, we I all just. I wonder what that is. I don't know. I think, I don't know where we got it from. I know that I got, I heard somewhere, I read somewhere that Beyonce did it to sort of accentuate the curvy, like the hip. Uh-huh. It gives everyone a little bit of a hourglass hmm. moment. I wonder where she learned that from. Hmm. Huh. Huh. Now I'm going to be going back to pictures of yesteryear looking at Josephine Baker and everybody else <laughs> because you know my ass don't know how to stand. Period. I stand like, like, I live. Freaking. You know, that's my go to. Um, I will quickly cross Tom my Brady. <laughs> <laughs> you so stupid. I got to get myself photos. together. I'm sorry. I interrupted. I you. do love them. Okay. No, that was my bad. I just got, I just started going. Hello, Dr. Kia and Chef Jade. Hey. First, I want to say how much I love y'all and how excited I was when you ladies read my own graduation announcement in 2020. Yes. My announcement this time is for my beautiful, intelligent, and fierce four-year-old, hmm. Noemi. Noemi. Yes, I want to make sure I did that right. Noemi Faith, who graduated from pre-K on Friday, May 20th. My baby's been resilient in our move to Atlanta last summer, leaving her old friends, family, and Grammy behind. Oh, mm. God, I know that's I know that was hard to start a new chapter of our lives. But I'm so proud of how my baby continues to thrive and be above and not beneath the head and never the tail. Oh, yes. Kindergarten. Here we come. That's yes. It. And that's from Mama Chiamaka. And let me tell you all something about Noemi and the. Y'all don't know how to pose. I don't know how to pose, but Noemi knows how to pose. Teaching a class out here. Precious. Gorgeous. Oh, my God. These braids. So cute. I love it. These sandals. I love it. I just Shout out to you, Noemi. Thank you, Mama Chiamaka. Oh, I love it. Chef Jade and Dr. Kia, I won't be before you long, saints, but it brings me great joy to share graduation announcements. Uh, to share my graduation announcement for this academic year. I remember writing into the show three years ago to announce my brother and his graduation accomplishments. It has been a, been a long road filled with imposter syndrome, switching jobs in the middle of a pandemic and navigating starting and restarting graduate school, all of this while teaching full time and trying to be the best educator that my students needed. I am ecstatic to announce that this sum- summer I will be graduating with a master's of education in curriculum and instruction 
with a graduate concentration in urban education from Liberty University. My capstone is on the impact of black male teachers' use of culturally responsive teaching practices to foster <laughs> inclusive classrooms for black boys in literacy spaces. I'm grateful for my family and my village. They really kept me grounded when these white people wanted to play in my face. Ha! This MED about to go crazy. Upon graduating, I will be entering into a doctoral program in educational leadership and will be making these pages clap for real. Thank you yes. both for all that you do and for creating this space. All the best, Jonathan. And Jonathan included his graduation announcement. We are very proud of you, Jonathan. Can't wait to see what so the future holds. Thank you for doing all this great, amazing work. And thank you for sharing your accomplishments with me and Jade yes. and the rest of our getting grown family. Can't wait to hear about the completion of your journey. I know that's right. Hey, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. I first want to start off by saying that I love the show. Aww. I was so excited when I heard it was graduation announcement time again because it's my turn yes, now. Yes, it is. After a little longer than I expected and many ups and downs along the way, I can finally say that I have finally finished my master's degree in healthcare administration and obtained a position as a medical practice manager. The night before graduation, I stayed up and steamed my tire because all I could hear I in my mind is Dr. Kia saying that we can't be out here with wrinkled regalia. We cannot. Not, not at all. Thank you both for having this space for graduates to be recognized. Absolutely. And that's from Taisha. 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 Hey. First of all, I love this shoe. It's very cute. Very. Your, your regalia is very steamed Pressed. because I did a zoom in. Press. And you look radiant. You look so, beautiful. And congratulations to you. I love it. Hello, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. I am so happy to finally send this to you on behalf of me. I have been <laughs> listening to the both of you since I was a freshman at 18 years old Aww. in college. And now I am 22. And I have graduated uh, the University of Arts in Philadelphia with my bachelor's degree in computer animation and a minor in writing. I have attached a picture of myself in my cap and gown along with the close-up of my dress after I had finished painting it with acrylic and fabric paint at 5 a.m. that morning before getting my diploma. Work. I will continue saving money at my part-time job as well as typing fast in my side hustle in order to make it my main career. I have met amazing and skillful people in my years of school and have developed skillfully myself and i finally feel ready to pursue my dream of making a science fiction black female superhero and becoming my own llc animation studio have a good Come on. i love it have a good one ladies i'll be listening and that's from morgan congratulations morgan congratulations, we're so proud of you you are so morgan. talented you painted your dress okay. this is so cute and i cannot wait what are these hydrangeas i mean they're so nice <laughs> Um, they're gorgeous I love I love the creativity and I love uh, your dream and I can't wait to see this anima animation studio LLC girl because that's got to happen okay let me tell you something you better keep us updated on that period second to last hello Dr. Kia and Chef Jade first I'd like to shout out Chef Jade on your program as you finish up yes thank you, thank you so much you're doing your thing you are and so are y'all your journey in that program helped me navigate my very toxic workplace, and you all have inspired me to move on. Getting grown literally is getting me through this very ghetto hood that is adulthood. Second, 
Shout out to my younger sister, Drew, for graduating magna cum laude with a Bachelor of Public Health from the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. I hope I... That is fancy. And I had to take it a step further. She was selected for a master's scholarship, and I can't wait to shout her out again next year as she will be crossing the stage again next May with her master's in public health. Yes. I'm so proud of you congrats on five years from the baby listener zoe and shout out to drew yes look at these photos come on drew aka yes do it i stand cuteness last one for this week all right hey chef Jaden, dr takia first time caller long time listener the working with me <laughs> blocks have changed my life yes yes because you know we all got work to do i'm gonna post one okay i'm gonna post one this week um, yes. I'm writing in to celebrate my homegirl, Dr. Alicia Renee McCullough, on her doctorate in nursing practice, focusing on midwifery, or is it midwifery? I don't know. I'm sorry. I think it's wifery. I think wifery. it is, too. I don't know. I don't know. I'm midwifery sorry. Midwifery would be very... I would love saying that. Midwifery. midwifery. I could have just, <laughs> I could have just made that a... I'm just sorry. Uh, either way, it's from Baylor University. She graduated in December, starting this degree program, not knowing what the world would bring. She's given birth, gotten engaged, begun teaching, and then had to do her clinicals in the middle of a parenthetical. We have been (laughs) friends since college, and she has always been determined to be her best self, despite what life sometimes throws at her. We are so proud of her. I write this as we finish celebrating her wedding to the love of her life, where she trusted my awkward self to officiate. I love it. I quoted Luther the Vandross, so you know it was real. She planned a I wedding. Hope it was don't you know that? Or so amazing <laughs> because love. Has. Okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> she planned a wedding. Is renovating a house where the wedding took place. Helps care for her mother-in-law and does it all while being our pretty friend Alicia. The Loyola ladies love you and are so proud of you. We now have eight bachelors, seven masters, and three doctorates. <laughs> Y'all sound like us. <laughs> Don't we? She says we smart and broke. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. Us too. <laughs> Alicia, congratulations to your newly oh, congratulations on your newly obtained degree, your new marriage, and all that's to come. I've enclosed pics from the graduation and the wedding, and that signed not Kelly, JD. We love to hear it. I love it. Y'all are so cute. I love this. I love this. Beautiful. The regalia is regaling. The wedding photos are amazing. This is a gown. Okay, come on. Wedding gown. Mm -hmm. And I love this. We have all of these little collectives. All of the ways yeah. that that black women, black people, people of color come mm-hmm. together to support each other and build community where there is none. And not the community that, you know, white folks think they'd be creating with their cohort <laughs> models. Right. But, mm. but yeah, or, but their, we, or their Juneteenth merch. Girl, don't get me. Don't get me going. But um, <laughs> yes, I love this. Congratulations to Alicia on completing her doctorate and congratulations to this entire group of ex- extraordinarily educated women. Oh, yeah. God help okay, us and send here. on this student loan forgiveness in Jesus name. Amen. Hey, Amen. I mean, I <laughs> and that right. concludes this week's uh, 
edition of the graduation announcements. We thank you for your patience. Yes. Shout out to everyone who wrote in. You still have a couple of more weeks to get your graduation shout outs in, so don't miss the bus. We'll be reading them for the next at least two weeks. Um, yes. So uh, send in your submissions to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. We will make sure to get Absolutely. each and every one of your announcement read. Honda Air. Honda And uh, on down to the Patreon as well. Okay. Yes. So I think that for sure, I think so. We are headed right into a wonderful kitchen table right now with a wonderful, amazing guest. I hope that you all enjoy that. I kind of think, sis, just on the fly, that we can sort of make this kitchen table our black woman self-care since we're talking about caring for ourselves and head straight on into And yeah, so yeah, we'll do that. It's a it's a double feature kitchen table talk, black women self-care, black people self-care, featuring our amazing guest, Danielle. So get on into that. Yes. How they do it. Staying active and moving that body yaddy yaddy around is essential for our health. From the makers of Gatorade, Propel is the only zero calorie, zero sugar fitness water among national enhanced water brands with enough electrolytes to replace what is lost in sweat. As crazy as life gets, Propel is here to help keep you doing you. All Propel products are designed for people with busy, active lifestyles like your girl who want a water that is formulated for fitness and supports hydration with added benefits such as electrolytes, vitamins, and antioxidants. Check out Propel Immune Support, the newest fitness water that helps support a healthy immune system with 100% of the recommended daily value of vitamin C, per bottle and an excellent source of zinc and electrolytes the electrifying new broadway show about the one and only michael joseph jackson of gary indiana was just nominated for not one not two but 10 tony awards including the award for best musical i for one am not surprised because the show is my blowing the washington post They know what's up, honey. They called it a riveting adrenaline rush propelled by the mesmerizing Miles Frost, who is making his Broadway debut. Y'all, you just got to see his performance. It is is truly incredible. And now, (laughs) Tony nominated. MJ is packed with Michael Jackson's hits, including My Jam, (laughs) Jam, and (laughs) all of your your other MJ faves. Bad, Remember the Time, Pretty Young Thing. This show had the entire theater rocking, according to Amsterdam News. Tony-nominated direction and choreography by Christopher Wielden and a Tony-nominated book by the legendary two-time Pulitzer Prize winner Lynn Nottage. This must-see production gives you a rare look at the creative mind and the collaborative spirit that catapulted Michael Jackson into iconic status. Get your tickets now to the show Deadline Calls, a wildly entertaining marvel that's taking Manhattan with hurricane force. Just go to mjthemusical.com. Get your tickets and get your life. I deserve a Welcome back to the kitchen table, everyone. We are thrilled because we have another brilliant black woman guest joining us at the kitchen table for today. And um, we're going to have an awesome conversation um, about health and wellness fitness but specific to our like a a fitness that considers our unique needs and experiences as black women so everybody welcome danielle wilson to the kitchen table welcome danielle (laughs) hi thank you so much for having me i'm so 
excited to really dig into this with you. Yes. Okay, so wait, hold on, Kia, before you start, because mm-hmm. Danielle, you shared a very interesting piece of information with us mm-hmm. before starting as to why you are so excited to be here, <laughs> um, which we found fascinating. Do you mind sharing with the general audience? Absolutely. This is, I said that I felt safe here um, because I, this is my first um, Black female-owned podcast all black female on podcasts, I should say, mm. that That's I wild. am a guest wild. on. And it just feels, I don't know, it's just a different vibe. I don't know. You can't put At it home. into words. It's just a different vibe. Yeah, no, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're very, very, very excited to have you. Um, we're both, we both relate very much to very your backstory. Uh, Kia will get into hers. Um we talked about diets a little beforehand. I got put on one in fifth grade. So I fell somewhere between the two yes, of you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Throwing on the exercise bike, eat a half a grapefruit, you know, yes. the whole to do. Uh, and so I have been on a journey as mm-hmm. it pertains to weight loss and uh, body image. Um and I don't even know what a scale is anymore. I don't even know what none of that means anymore. So <laughs> I'm excited to talk to you, Kia. You want to give a little bit and then let's get into Danielle's story. Sure. So our our thinking behind this episode is that we talk a lot about uh, really, you know, on this show, thinking about ways that we reparent ourselves. We we are. Uh, reconditioning our minds to care for ourselves with intention and purpose. And, you know, as Jay mentioned, a lot of us have a storied relationship with food and health and wellness, just, you know, our body image, our value, the ways that we think about our self-worth um, and self-esteem are often through the lens of our appearance. And a lot of times it comes down to the bodies that we are in, whether they are small enough, big enough, curvy enough, lean enough, uh, slim enough, all of these things. And so health and wellness, fitness, there's lots of people out here talking about it, but not really doing or talking about it in ways that are unsafe, that are not culturally sensitive or culturally mm-hmm. aware. Um, and what I love about who you are and what you do is that you are a person who has trained as an athlete throughout your life, um, but have had your own struggles right. and um, have been very honest and transparent about that. So I don't want to get in the, you know, I, I want to allow you the space to introduce yourself to our audience. So start from the beginning we um tell us you know your story about who you are and how you got to to evolve you (laughs) yeah (laughs) so I was put into sports when I was very young I grew up in a family full of athletes um dad played professional football cousins are all playing professional basketball um I was always it was always expected to play sports and I grew up in a very competitive family as well we were always there was always some type of game sport we were competing in getting a little rowdy doing you know that Mm -hmm. that was just my family so being an athlete really came naturally to me um Mm -hmm. but the sport that I chose was a little different I mean now we have I now we have Simone Biles um Mm -hmm. and, and girls like that to look up to but back when I started gymnastics um there was only one 
African American gymnast that was Dominique Dawes. Yep, Dominique Dawes. <laughs> I had her all over my walls when yes. I was little. Um, but you know, and and that's and that's incredible. But you know, the best gymnasts in the world are four eleven. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're built like Simone Biles, and I yes. am five mm-hmm. eleven, pushing six feet. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. it was a sport that was tough because my my genetics were fighting my ability to be the best gymnast I could be. And I put personally, I put a lot of pressure on myself um, to excel in my sport, to excel in whatever mm-hmm. it is that I'm doing. Um, so, you know, be, being put into gymnastics at a very young age, growing up, being, you know, lined up and weighed on the scale. And this is back, you know, in a time where, you know, bigger bodies were not celebrated at all or seen mm-hmm. at all. Um, there was no social media at this point. I'm dating myself, but um, <laughs> there was no social media. It was, you know, it was magazines and, and TV, and you definitely were not seeing women like Serena Williams and Dominique Dawes celebrated mm-hmm. on TV. Um, you know, when I was growing up, the only black bodies that I saw were overly sexualized and, mm-hmm. you know, extremely tiny or only considered valuable because they were in a music video, you know, like that right. was, that was the only type of value as a yeah. black woman I thought I could have, you know, that's why mm-hmm. I always go representation is so important, but that was the only representation that I feel like we were getting at that point. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and that, that was seen as valuable. Uh, so, you know, for me, how that kind of played a role in my growing up, I guess. Um, I was the only African-American girl on my team. So I was already, you know, I already felt different, but I was also, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, the tallest, um, the most muscular, most most muscularly dense, um, which mm-hmm. mean I weighed the most. Um, so we would get weighed in regularly, monthly, Starting at a certain, when you hit a certain level in gymnastics, they started to weigh you and track your eating, track your food because certain bodies perform better and score better. And um, that was something that, again, I tied my value to my performance, aka if I want to be successful, I need to have my body be this way only, you know, Mm -hmm. and I got to the point where I was growing so much that I had to start altering the skills. I couldn't fit my, my body couldn't fit literally through the bars. You couldn't open the bars any wider. Mm -hmm. My center of gravity Mm -hmm. started to get too high for the balance beam. So it was the balance beam became almost impossible for me. I did crush Mm -hmm. the floor though. I'm not mm-hmm. even gonna say okay. the floor. The floor <laughs> was my domain because I got to show my personality, and you know, use my per my showmanship to my benefit. But it did just get to the point where I eventually had to quit, um, mm-hmm. and I moved and transitioned into cheerleading in high school and into college because it was just a natural fit. I was able to tumble. Performing was always my favorite, anyways. So I got mm-hmm. to you know be on the sidelines. I've always been a huge sports girl, so that was it. Was just a natural fit. Um, after mm-hmm. college, though, you kind of, as an athlete, you kind of tie your identity to the sport you play. So I would introduce myself as, "Oh, I'm a cheerleader," or "Oh, I'm a gymnast," <laughs> rather, and then, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, my name's Danielle too." You know, so like <laughs> that, that kind of became. 
they my identity. Now. Right. And it's the same with, you know, basketball players, NFL players, NBA players. What do you do when you leave your sport? How do you find mm-hmm. value in yourself? How do you, fi- how can you measure whether you're having a good day or a bad day if it's not tied to how you performed in practice or how you performed mm-hmm. on the competition floor? You know, like, who are you without your sport? Mm-hmm. Why are you valuable? Why should anyone care? Um, so, mm-hmm. I kind of went through a weird phase after college where, you know, I had never been to a public gym. People think it, you know, oh, it's easy. She's not, absolutely not. I've never been to a gym where I didn't have a whole team of women around me that wow. were doing the same thing as me and a coach telling me exactly what to do, how to do it, when to do it, you know? So walking into a gym mm-hmm. for the first time, extreme anxiety, extreme, extremely overwhelmed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember that first time I stepped foot and I, you know, I did what you would expect or what females are expected to do now. You just run over to the cardio machines and hide, run for a little bit and (laughs) peace out, you know, that's like where you felt kind of safe. But I I ended up going around to some group fitness um, spaces in Chicago and I found this little gym. It was kind of like a brand new hole in the wall gym that was, based on high intensity interval training and athletic performance. And we were pushing sleds and throwing around medicine balls and, you know, move, moving like athletes. And I had this, this coach that was like, really like he was riding me, you know, like he was telling me, like pushing me. And I kind of was like, Oh, okay. Like I'm, I'm back. Like this is, this is yeah, what I've been missing. Like that fire element. was relit again. That worth, that value was, you know, I recognized it again. And for me, it was like, oh, my confidence turned back on because I, I, I could, I knew who I was again, because I was training and I had a goal again. And I was energized and happy and the camaraderie mm-hmm. that you find in that space. And, you know, I was going to this little gym taking classes until finally one of the coaches was like, have you ever thought about coaching? And mm-hmm. I said no, but open to it. Uh, I taught my first class and I never looked back. I had never felt anything like that. I hate to say hi, but it is like a, it is like a euphoric feeling Mm -hmm. when, you know, the whole class is like hanging on your every word and (laughs) you are the reason why women are stepping outside of their comfort zone, pushing themselves, doing things that they didn't think they could do. Uh, I started posting on Instagram because I just wanted my friends to see what I was doing at my class. Mm-hmm. You know, it started very humble. Like, I just want two, three people to show up to my class. <laughs> so it was, it was very humble beginnings. But what I was doing was different on Instagram. The way mm-hmm. I was training was different at this time when I started posting in 2017, um, back when it was just pictures. <laughs> yes. but, huh. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. Eight years ago. Exactly. <laughs> so it was, what I was doing when I started to do was different. And, you know, it, it took me a while to find my vein and really, you know, figure out the value adds that I want to, you know, the value I want to add to athletes, women, daily lives. And Mm -hmm. once I did that, you know, I got that first DM that was like, you know, I can't even tell you like you're seeing you has made me 
believe in myself again. Seeing you has was the reason I got up and moved my body today. Um, seeing you is the reason why I looked in the mirror and was able to accept, accept myself for the first time. You start to get DMs like that. There's no, there's no looking back. There's no mm-hmm. looking back because you, you, you found your purpose. You found your why. Mm-hmm. And I truly found my why through helping women realize their worth through fitness. I love that. <sighs> I love that. I love that. I don't even know where to begin from there. No, I'm, I'm curious. No, it, yeah, I mean, I'm curious. I mean, so, so, um, you talked, I mean, I connected to your gymnastic story because I started, I, I took maybe two or three gymna- gymnasts, gymna- little gymnastics classes as a little girl, but was told point blank that I was too tall. Right. I remember mm. the. I remember the. I remember the time. Like I think, and I wasn't even. It was before like my big growth spurt. But I remember like the coach having a conversation with my mom because my mom's five eleven, right. and like the coach was just like, "I see where this is headed, <laughs> so right. y'all might as well cut your losses <laughs> and um, just sort of move on." But you know, I I will absolutely get us to you know you being a coach and training. Um, but what I connect with most about your work is that you really help women to embrace their bodies and to, uh, think about fitness uh, with respect Mm -hmm. to ourselves and not Mm -hmm. to these sort of idealized standards, um, that, that oftentimes don't represent us. So when did you sort of make that transition, even in, in, um, like, well, talk to me about like, was there was there a transition to like self acceptance of like you know I have a bigger body, um, and you know what what was that process like like for you because many of us are trying many of us have often felt like you know health and fitness only looks like a certain body mm-hmm. type yeah um, mm-hmm. when the reality is you know every body type has a healthy you know yeah I don't even know the words but like you don't have to be small or petite mm-hmm. or thin to be healthy. And right. there is mm-hmm. a realm of health, healthiness. Yeah, there is a, a healthy state. Yes. For every, for every, every body type. So talk, talk to me about your journey um, in sort of accepting your body as it was. Yeah. I think, you know, kind of what you're, what you're saying and what you're getting at is that health looks different on everybody. And that is a hundred percent. Okay. And for me, you know, there's, there's not really like an aha moment. I wish there was like Mm -hmm. a a day that I woke out of bed and I was like, I'm that girl, you know, like there isn't that, um, you know, aha moment because I really do believe society has made it so hard for us that it is a daily process. And it is something that you start to accept little by little by little by little more and more. Uh, But one of the things that I think it's so important to focus on that when I really started to subscribe to this mentality and really started to believe this myself changed Mm -hmm. things for me. And that was understanding that your smallest self does not equal your best self. And for me growing up, that was preposterous. That was hard to Mm -hmm. even fathom because Mm -hmm. I was also told that, you know, I know she's going to be tall. Gymnastics is a very expensive sport, um, especially when you start getting into competitions and Mm -hmm. 
just, you know, traveling and skipping school for practices that I'm six days a week, you know, it, gymnastics was my Mm. life. And Mm. to be told at a very young age that, you know, I'm going to be tall. So we can already see it in the way her body is growing and and her joints are like, I had growth pains, like knee pains Mm -hmm. and stuff growing up because I, my body was fighting that. But, you know, when Mm -hmm. you do gymnastics and you start early enough, um, unfortunately it starts to kind of stunt your hormonal development. So Mm -hmm. I actually was not growing the way I probably should be because I was at such a low body fat percentage. And Mm -hmm. I was my, I was far from developed, uh, but I'm mm-hmm. this like ripped little, um, you know, gymnast. And I, I think it was the first time I ever told my mom, I realized that I was different and started to look at my body and feel less than was when I was seven years mm-hmm. old. And my mom, I was like, covering my shoulders. And I was covering my body with this jacket. And my mom's like, what are you doing? Like your arms are beautiful. Why are you trying to cover yourself up? And I was like, well, no, I have man arms. And I like, my mom was like, what do you mean man arms? And that was the first time where I started to see myself as muscular and built rather than, you know, a kid. Um, Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I was always, I became more self-conscious about that again, because I was always, I would always wait at the end of the line to get weighed in because I didn't want all the other girls to hear Mm -hmm. my weight being called out because I was always the heaviest. So that drew attention to me knowing that I was heavier, knowing this muscle was causing that. And then, you know, Mm. putting this idea in my head that muscle was bad. But Mm. I'm also fighting that because I'm so strong. And I was able to continue in gymnastics because I was a very powerful athlete against a lot of odds. I found I've worked ways around it and I was able Mm -hmm. to modify certain skills to a point to be able to perform and still get them done so I was still Mm -hmm. making it work for me and and while you know maybe that doesn't mean Olympics for me um it at least it could mean a college scholarship it could mean you know that I'm just Mm -hmm. that I'm just happy doing the sport that I love you know and then you know you get to high school and college and that's when it becomes very apparent that you're different and mm-hmm. you're built, you're bigger than everybody. And when you start throwing in the, our boys attracted to me, um, mm-hmm. type of, uh, I don't even know. It's just another element of yeah. self doubt. Mm-hmm. Right. Layer. It's another layer. Yeah. Yeah. Another mm-hmm. layer of just being super self-conscious about, well, okay, is this beautiful to other people? And I think that is, something that all young women go through is basing their value and their worth on what other, how other people view them, whether they feel what other people are attracted to them sexually, whatever it is, you know? So Mm -hmm. I was always the friend. I was always the funny, goofy friend. And I, I don't know whether that was because I went to a predominantly white school. I was one of 2% 2% of black students in the, mm. out of 4,000 kids. Um, mm. or, or that that was because, you know, I'm, I had shoulders. I was 5'11". Mm-hmm. I was taller. I was taller than most of the guys at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. And so for, for me growing through all of that and going through college, kind of like basing my worth in these other 
letting other people hold my value, hold my power. I got to a point and honestly, it's, it's been recent. Like I'm 32. I would say maybe 29, 30 is when I finally yeah. started to yeah. step into absolute. You're not going to take my power. Like mm-hmm. this, this is my right. power. I'm taking this back. I am, mm-hmm. am training because I feel confident. I feel strong. I feel powerful. I respect myself more. I feel like I can add value to this world through fitness, not to try to lose weight, to try to shrink myself, Mm -hmm. to try to get rid of things on me, whether it's fat, cellulite, um, whatever it is. Like I'm not training to lose. I'm training to gain. And that is that mindset shift. I think a lot of my athletes really resonated with that because it is such a it's such a different mindset of what we are constantly being told like losing weight is the ultimate goal of fitness mm-hmm. no it's not mm-hmm. <laughs> no it's not mm-hmm. the ultimate goal to is to be able to look in the mirror and be proud of the efforts that you put in that day the ultimate goal is to be able mm-hmm. to go to bed at night proud of who you are comfortable mm-hmm. in your own skin and mm-hmm. like i said that's a daily battle it is something that you know could potentially depend on that time of the month whether I'm feeling good about myself or not that day Mm -hmm. even to this point but like (laughs) that mindset shift of training to gain rather than lose and training to step into your growth training to evolve and using fitness Mm -hmm. as a tool rather than the end-all be-all to define who you are really Mm -hmm. helped me just feel more valuable in myself and really just you know make that mindset shift i love that Mm. that shift to me is like the difference between like weight loss as we Mm. conventionally talk about it to body positivity and i feel like you know that's a term that is a little bit newer right but you know especially with you know uh you know women who are doing awesome work like women women like lizzo Everyone sort of we're all sort of reclaiming and redefining what it means to be beautiful, what it means to love your body. And so I I say that because to me, this is a a, this is a really practical application of what the the principles of body positivity are. So it's not just for, uh, you know, bodies of a certain type or shape loving Mm -hmm. themselves, but it is literally Mm -hmm. everybody. Mm -hmm doing like you said stepping away from or divorcing from divorcing ourselves and our our the ways that we think about our value from these sort of conventional means that we've all been sort of socialized to think about you know mm-hmm. th- i love when you said like thinking about gaining instead of losing because right. all, all of us yes. all of us think about and i, I don't want to say all of us but i know all for all of my life i have associated working out with losing weight mm-hmm. and yeah. so recently i have been sort of stepping into a different place in my own journey where and it, it has been a it's been really hard for me so i started training differently mm-hmm. like you said i was one of the girls who had no idea what to do in the gym and so i would literally go and do 30 to 60 minutes of cardio and be like i'm done right. and, so, <laughs> and so uh and so at one point when i was going to the gym i was losing weight and i was you know much lighter than i am now mm-hmm. 
more recently I switched to high and um, hit training and, you know, taking different classes and, you know, working with trainers and my, my body, I was working out harder than ever and didn't see the scale go down. It went up and right. I started to really mm-hmm. internalize that mm-hmm. as I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. I'm frustrated and I'm, you know, because all my life I just felt like when you work out, you're supposed to lose weight and I'm not doing anything but gaining weight. And so it's really been this mind, you know, right. I mean, I'm renewing my mind really around this concept of like what it means to be healthy. And I've had to really yeah. have some hard conversations that we share. We have a segment on the show here, Daniel, called Black Women Self-Care, where we talk about one thing that we do a week mm-hmm. um, in, in the spirit of self-care. And I said, I shared a few weeks ago that I recently broke up with the scale yeah. because... I just have said that I don't need to, I just mm-hmm. don't need, I don't, mm-hmm. I, I went to the doctor. You don't need that the type was of like, negativity in your yes. life. Yes. She was like, okay. we're just going to have you jump on the scale. I was like, you know what? I'd actually rather not. Right. <laughs> just, I would actually, is that, I don't think it's necessary. Like, do you need to know? Do you need that metric for a particular reason? And she was like, no, not at all. We can totally skip it. Yeah, and you go. even working with my nutritionist, she was doing weekly weigh-ins with me. And I was just like, you know what? I know that my body is, you know, changing. I'm trying on clothes and they fit me differently. I see differences in the mirror. And so I don't want to have to have this anxiety. I found every Wednesday was my check-in and Tuesday night Mm -hmm. I didn't sleep good because I knew it was like, which could lead to weight gain. Exactly. 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 It's so counterproductive. It's so exactly. Systems and everything else. Exactly. I didn't sleep good. I was, you know, literally the stress of not losing weight was causing me to gain weight. And so, and so it was like, I I love what you're doing in as a, as a trainer, as a, as a woman who is coaching other women to really reconceptualize how we think about our bodies and really thinking about this from a positive place. And it's not about changing or shrinking yourself, but it's really about understanding how much your body can do. Cause that's what I've been most impressed with myself. Like the fact that I can run longer than I ever could before, or the fact that I could, you know, this is not, I'm not somebody who was an athlete in school. So I just, God bless all of you. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) the fact that, you know, I can go to Orange Theory and do a one mile benchmark and not be needed to go to the hospital after it was a real accomplishment for me. (laughs) Yeah. No, that, and honestly, that is, I love that you said that because there's so many other ways to measure progress than the scale. Mm -hmm. The scale Mm -hmm. is one data point. And while I could say, well, you know, there is, some value in the scale because that is it's a data point and it's a number but also it's mm-hmm. just that it's just a number and it's just mm-hmm. and it and it doesn't define you or your progress you know that you are your clothes are fitting differently your body looks different in the mirror you can run farther you can play with your you know you can play with your kids you can mm-hmm. walk mm-hmm. up the stairs without getting out of breath which at the end of the day is the entire reason that we're training in the first place is exactly. to be able to improve our quality yeah. of life down the line exactly that's the entire reason we should be training is for performance any athlete that does one of my programs 
day one, we have a benchmark day, a baseline day, Mm -hmm. because I want you to drill into your mind that this is what matters. And that Mm -hmm. at the end of my program, you're going to retest this exact same test and you're going to be able to put real numbers to your progress rather than solely base your progress on the scale. Mm -hmm. So many women will see their performance improve, see their body looks different, their confidence is different, their energy looks different. Not only them, but other people are telling them they look different, you know? Mm-hmm. But they'll step on the scale and it'll it it won't say anything or it could have gone the other way. It didn't go right. down or it could have gone the other way. And they'll let that erase every mm-hmm. other data point on this like on the spectrum. And to exactly. me that just the the reason I stopped, I threw away my skills because that doesn't make sense. And I'm not about to let that steal my thunder, you know? And that mm-hmm. is the reason why so many people fail. So many people yeah. quit because they real like, what's the point? I'm not losing weight. What's yeah. the point? Well, the point mm-hmm. is you have all these other things that you could be gaining, but you're letting mm-hmm. a stupid number on the scale keep you from your potential for what? For why? For what? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yep. And I have to watch my perspective on things, too, because I have a daughter mm-hmm. who, by the way, just asked to do gymnastics. And I'm not super excited about that <laughs> oh. for all of the reasons that you mentioned. It's a great sport. <laughs> because, it's a great sport. No, absolutely. Let me tell you, you know, her ass be tumbling all over the place. She's yep. been dancing since she was little. Mm-hmm. But she's eight and she's tall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's uh, statuesque already. She's got my butt and she's got... Auntie Kia's height. Mm-hmm. And so um, I am not 5'10", just in my mind. <laughs> just in her mind. But... <laughs> in, in her mind. She's taller than all of us. I love I that. am. I, you know, <laughs> it may be six inches less than what it went up with and what I'm thinking, but... <laughs> but my child is going to be tall. My sister-in-law is 5'11". Mm-hmm. She is... She's just going to be tall. She's more than half my size. And so... As she's been asked, I was already a little concerned with dance, but I was like, she's in these black companies mm-hmm. that don't talk about body with them. They literally just focus on technique and dance, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate. But when she said, I want to go to gymnastics, I really had a lot of trepidation come up because I was like, I know how they get down. Yeah. And even with the world shifting in certain ways, I still don't know that space like that. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate this candid conversation about that because you know these are some of the things that I have to be mindful of and what we speak about at home so that that perspective is always what it is. It's always clear, it's always grounded from this place so that when you go into these other spaces that try to shift you, mm-hmm. you know, you've got some level of grounding there. But yes. I appreciate you sharing your story. Now I have a question for you. Yes. I want you to tell the listeners a little bit more about Evolve You. Give us, I know you've been going, and I love that you call your clients your athletes. I think that's beautiful. <laughs> but tell us a little bit more about Evolve You. So Evolve You... I started working with them about a couple of years ago and it just was for me, it, it was the perfect opportunity. And I was so excited because it meant that I get, got to reach more people and make fitness accessible to more people, to more women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think especially in black communities, there people think that, a fancy gym or health and fitness is accessible. And it's not, it's not you. Dr- I'm from Chicago. So you drive 
20 minutes in the wrong direction. You, there's not a gym, mm. a Whole Foods in sight. Okay? Right. This, it is Burger King, mm-hmm. liquor store, liquor store, mm-hmm. McDonald's, you know? In rib black, tip spot. Right. And, 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 <laughs> good rib tip spot. I love a, I love a rib tip. Rib Don't play with me. Okay? I'd be no in Chicago shade. at Limbs no getting shade. my life to the rib tip. <laughs> we will not shade or slander the rib tip, though. No. No but shame. it doesn't go hand in hand with the plan of fitness. It, just it, exactly, exactly. And, you know, fitness is to the black community still a luxury. You know, it is yeah. it's a luxury. It's it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It mm-hmm. is, you know, it's in, in black communities, you can barely afford child care. Why are you going to carve out True. time to take care of yourself and go to the pay for a gym, you know? And not saying that mm-hmm. that is only specific to black communities but um historically you know that is something that you know we've dealt with in communities Mm -hmm. like that and this in chicago and so for me it was also just really important to make health accessible to black women more black women all women of course but for me like obviously um for more black women um because so the fact that you can download this app and literally start it for free and it become, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a very minimal cost to, you know, a gym membership, things like that. It just makes fitness so accessible. You can do my programs, you can do workouts, you can do whether you want to go to the gym or, the, or not. There's home programs, gym programs, there's on-demand workouts where I am literally on your screen yes. taking you through the actual workout yelling at you in your face <laughs> in the nicest way possible, of course, yelling at you, <laughs> telling you how to do things, showing you how to do things and, and really taking you through every single workout. In my opinion, it's the best fitness app out there. Um, yeah, okay. I'm obviously, obviously, you know, what's the word? We knew where you was going. It's I have okay. those moments often. Yes. No, we <laughs> we are very much big up yourself around here. Yeah, so listen, no, carry okay. on. I, I, yes, please. Biased, but you know, I I say that because I'm so intentional about the training programs that I put onto the app. And like I said, mm-hmm. everything is performance based. Um, I'm taking you through functional movement patterns that are necessary for you know whether you are an athlete in season or you're Mm -hmm. what I like to call an everyday athlete someone who is just training Mm -hmm. to improve their um quality of life their well-being their prevent injury um and just you know Mm -hmm. take care of themselves so there's literally something for everybody and just make how accessible it makes health and fitness is Mm -hmm the beauty of Evolve You for me. I love that. I'm about to download it. For sure. Because I love that. I mean, because it's, it's so true, especially given some of the systemic and structural inequities that we are we are uh, battling mm-hmm. and, you know, food deserts. Uh, and I guess you can sort of couple that into sort of fitness deserts as well, where folks don't have access to, to uh, m- gym memberships, gym equipment, things like that. Evolve You, and it's more specifically your training programs on Evolve You, is really a way for folks to have right at as near as their phone is to them, have right. access yes. to information and instruction about how they can 
better train exactly um mm-hmm. i love uh, and one too. of the things that i love given given this conversation and where we read what we're talking about uh, around body positivity and self-acceptance i know that one of the things that you um like to talk about is creating realistic fitness goals for yourself as opposed mm-hmm. to uh i guess you know just sort of adopting things we read about on the internet, whether it be right. a specific mm-hmm. diet or, you know, a specific challenge or whatever. What are some tips or advice that you might have for someone who is uh, listening to our show and maybe thinking about, I want to start thinking about my own fitness in a particular sort of way, but I don't really know where to start. Right. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, a lot of that comes down to finding a style, finding a, a way of working out that, not only works in your schedule, but excites you about fitness um, and takes out that anxious feeling, um, Mm -hmm. whether that is, you know, just finding a specific program that takes all the guesswork out of it for you, takes all the thinking Mm -hmm. out of it, or, you know, just having like a five minute, two minute escape that you can just do on the app at your house in the comfort of your own home. Mm -hmm. Um, Finding Mm -hmm. that thing that's going to assimilate into your lifestyle, that style that excites you. But also it has to be deeper than skin deep. It has to be, the reason why you're starting has to be defined. It has to be intentional. It has to be emotionally connected or else it's just going to be a, you know, something you stop and start and stop and start. You have to have a clearly mm-hmm. defined why. And once you have that why, the how kind of figures itself out because mm-hmm. you, you're going to do whatever it takes, if that makes sense. So once Absolutely. you have that, once you have that why, if you're, if you're just getting started, that is the first thing I have all my athletes do. Mm, and does your like why that. have to be a particular, like, is there a why that's too big or too small? I would say there are whys that are too small. Yes. Uh, in in me saying that, saying small, I'm kind of saying that aren't deep enough, that aren't mm. um, as emotionally connected enough. Uh, I always say mm. if you want to find your true why, you have to think about your goal, and then you have to ask yourself why five times. So, for example, someone came to me and said, I want to lose 10 pounds. 10 pounds is my goal. And that is a lot of conversations that I have. Danielle, help me. Help me get a get a fat ass for summer. Or yeah. You know, <laughs> the girls you know, want the cake. Yes. Yes. How okay. I, I want a natural BBL. Exactly. How am I going to get those visible abs? How can I lose 10 pounds? And to me, that is a very superficial goal. I get it. I get it because there's always mm-hmm. going to be an aesthetic point of fitness always. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm out here trying to work on, on growing out here too, you know? So I, I, I get right. it. Gains. Yeah. Gains. Right. But, <laughs> but, that's, like, but I know my why. Right. <laughs> but that's not the reason that I'm training. You know, that is yeah. just a bonus. Mm-hmm. That's a part of the lifestyle. That is a benefit Mm -hmm. to training like an athlete. So I would say to that athlete, okay, why? And Mm -hmm. she would say, oh, you know, well, I just want to feel good and look good. Hot girl summer. Ha ha. I'd be like, okay, but why? That's Mm -hmm. two whys. 
And mm. then she would say, okay, well, you know, maybe I, I just got out of a relationship and I'm looking to, you know, find myself confidence again. And I would say, okay, why? And then <laughs> it, you did, now we're getting, we're getting down. Peeling back the layers, yeah, honey. Let's down. get to uh-huh. this. Onion. Come on. <laughs> she would maybe uh-huh. say, and maybe this is coming from a personal story. I don't know. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe I, not. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> but we'll figure it out. Yeah, maybe she would say that you know, for forever, she's let men define her, and she's let uh, men tell her that she's beautiful, and she's placed her worth and her value and her beauty in the hands of others, and she finally wants to take it back. And I would say, mm. okay, and why? And right. she would say. Because I am worth the effort. I'm mm-hmm. worth the effort. And if nobody is going to love me the way that I should, I'm going to. And mm. the way that I treat myself is the way that other people will treat me. So I'm going to love myself. I'm going to pour into myself. I'm going to step into my power, my worth, because I am worth the effort. And then I'd be like, mm-hmm. All right, that, that's it. That's your why, sis. It's okay. not. It's five whys. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. You're like, wise. no, it's not a fat ass. No, yes. it's not my girl summer. No, it's, it's not niggas. Right. <laughs> right. It is. This is what it is, and I love that. I love that aspect of it, and really getting to the root of why somebody wants to do something because it's really important, right? Right. And you're assisting them in this journey, so I love that you're not just focusing on the physical aspect of it but also the emotional and the mental part of it because that's that's a huge part of fitness. It's a huge part, and I don't think that's something that uh, enough of us think about often enough. Yeah, I mean, for for me, it's even hard if I flip this and I put, my, I put myself in that category. It's even hard for me sometimes doing what I do as, you know, I'm a trainer first, but essentially I, I am in the influencer realm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And as mm-hmm. a bigger black body on Instagram, the algorithm is working against me every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is really, really hard not to fall into the comparison trap Same. and Absolutely. steal, let that steal my joy, steal my success and give me a bit of imposter syndrome. I mm-hmm. have not had a six pack since I was probably six, seven years old. Um, but that doesn't make me any less. It doesn't make me. I've never had one right. in ever, all so. of my African American <laughs> life. Okay. Almost not 40 years on this planet. And not one defined piece of stomach ever. On this earth. <laughs> And yeah. I can tell you that the abs are still under extreme wraps, okay? That's yeah. not under construction. <laughs> they are, I mean, down there. And I mean, every now and then I feel like if I raise my arms a certain angle and, Maybe. you know, move and the light hitting way, just right. Absolutely. I can sort of see one if pushing I dig, through. If I dig my fucking fingers in my stomach and make indentions, I'll have abs. <laughs> Literally. Literally. But no, but that's that real. I'm sorry. That, we... No, that, just, that doesn't make us any less valuable. That doesn't make mm-hmm. the gifts that we have to share with this world any less valuable. It doesn't make me any less of an athlete, any worse of a trainer. Um, and it, it is easy to fall down that rabbit hole um, comparing yes. yourself especially for me the the videos that you know go viral are smaller white 
bodies. Um, it's mm-hmm. And they be know, wearing booty pops. They be well, out here faking. Blinded, I mean, right. putting those on leggings and carrying the leggings on. with the ass crack. Oh, right. The, you know what you're getting. I, right. I, I, <laughs> I, I get Amazon. The Amazon leggings, girl. <laughs> Meanwhile, I, I can't. Like, I am a fan. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about the, those on the show, but from the perspective of Jade and I can't wear them or we'll get arrested. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, facts. Facts. See, and, and that's, the other, that's another thing, too, is that, you know, when you have a cute little bubble butt, like, you know, on, on that body, it's okay. But if it mm-hmm. if it's on a black woman with bigger assets, it's problem. it becomes yeah. a problem. Then we're on OnlyFans all of a sudden. Yes. So it, yes like that double we're sexualized. Standard, yes, yeah, that yes. That standard, too, is really hard to work around. So I have to walk a really fine line between, you know, sexy and well and Mm -hmm. and honestly it's it's still a work in progress for me to even find my athletic body sexy it's still Mm. I love that you're so honest about that because that's so that's so real and a lot of times people who are who who are professionals and experts and coaches and trainers they're often often speak about themselves in this work from this you got to do this. Everything is, you know, and it's it's like, I love that you are honest about like, hey, this is hard for me too. Like right. I am very much in the struggle. Yeah. I love that. Everybody doesn't, everybody doesn't do that. No, yeah, not I at mean, all. If you paint this picture that fitness and everything is sunshine and rainbows when, you know, your everyday person comes across that rough day, they're going to think something's wrong with them. And they're going to think mm-hmm. they're doing something wrong or that this, mm-hmm. it, or not possible for them because they're feeling a certain type of way. So I think it's mm-hmm. important to be even more honest about the bad days. We can we can celebrate the good days, but and and take them as they come. But it, it's getting through the bad days that really make the process worth it. So I just like mm-hmm. to make people feel seen in that regard. We appreciate that, and I know the audience appreciates listening to <laughs> Absolutely. that. Absolutely, I'm know. about to get on Evolve You. Yes. Same. Get me. Come on over. I have a question that I thought Jay was going to ask honestly, but let me let me. I want to know. So, um, I'm also in in my in my di- divorcing the scale <laughs> movement. I'm also sort of trying to step into a place where I don't. Uh, think well, I'm improving my relationship with food mm-hmm. being much mm-hmm. more realistic around, um, you know, thinking, thinking about not looking at food as the enemy, right. Mm-hmm. Recognizing that, you know, and really understanding portion size and moderation. And, and I'm, I'm on, I mean, I may not be here forever, but right for right now, I'm really working on not eliminating things right. wholesale because when i say i'm not gonna eat carbs or i'm not gonna eat white rice or white bread mm-hmm. you know all it takes is one dinner roll yeah. <laughs> or and then i and then i'm beating myself up right mm-hmm. and you know back into that place of you know self de- uh, self depreciation and you know right. counter counterproductive activities right. so i want to mm-hmm. know for you as as a trainer um what what are your philosophies around like diet and food restriction? Are there, um, and what advice do you have for, for, for women who are looking to improve their relationship with food? 
It's so funny. I literally, my last post on my Instagram was about this because I... Oh, yes, how you fuel your body. Yes, I love it. Yeah, there's so many what I eat in a day's. And mm-hmm. I changed that to how I fuel my day um, mm. because food is fuel. You literally need it to survive. You need it to yes. train. And yes. again, there's this mindset of losing and cutting and less calories and all this. Cleansing. Thing. Yeah. Don't cleansing. get me started don't, on the cleansing. Don't eat. Oh. Purge. There's all these ways of Mm -hmm. like thinking of losing and and minimizing things that makes that feel good when in reality you ask any performance dietitian an athlete needs to eat carbs you need what you need rice you need bread you need um you need to be eating a balanced nutrient dense Mm -hmm. food and while yes there is no getting around the science of calories in versus out obviously but there are a mm-hmm. lot of other ways to not be so restricted in what you're eating and still make that balanced, healthy lifestyle work for you. Whether it mm-hmm. is, you know, easing into it with the 80-20 rule, something I used to kind mm-hmm. of work with. What and that is, you know, 80% of what I'm eating is healthy, nutritious, organic, nutrient-dense foods, balanced mm-hmm. meals. And, you know, 20% is me having margaritas and, you know, going out and yeah, having a good time. Thing. And, yeah, <laughs> the important thing. Okay? Charcuterie. You know? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Butter. <laughs> that is, it's just like, it's not so black and white. Nutrition does not mm-hmm. have to be so black and white. And not every day is going to be perfect, but your goal is to make 80% of your days better than, you know, 20% or 80% of your day better than that 20%. That 20% is wiggle room Mm -hmm. for you to live. And while the weight might not come off as fast or efficiently as if you are, you know, in a severe caloric deficit, cutting out certain foods, um, that, you know, may, and that is, you know, the whole fad dieting um basis right there is you know Mm -hmm. cutting things out and not really eating um you may lose weight quickly but you're actually doing a lot more harm than good because your body Mm -hmm. is your body doesn't know that you're trying to lose weight for spring break you know your body Mm -hmm. on a fundamental level is going to start conserving because it doesn't know when it's going to get its next meal. So when your body is going to start building up and conserving and conserving, um, when you actually do have that next meal again, you're the, you're the fat cells in your body are going to go crazy. The fat cells in your body are going to go crazy. And that's the thing, um, with like yo-yo dieting and that being so Mm -hmm. dangerous and why so many people get stuck into it because you keep doing that for so long. You only are, you can never lose fat cells. I don't know if a lot of people know, like know this or talk about this. The only way to lose a fat cell is to get it literally liposuctioned out of your body. Your fat cells either shrink or grow. They're never, you can't, they're never away. Right. So, but you can, you can develop more. So, Mm -hmm. okay. Okay. So that, that, and that's the thing you can shrink them, you can grow them or you can gain more of them. So when Mm -hmm. you are getting in that yo-yo diet cycle, when you start, you know, having that next meal again, your body is 
has more fat cells now that are trying to eat and conserve and conserve and conserve because it mm-hmm. again doesn't know when the next time you're going to feed it is so yeah. like you have to think about oh, it from that body. like that regard of like no i need to eat because i need to you know give my body that confidence in myself that we are going to keep feeding you you're going to Mm -hmm. be okay so you don't need to hold on to every little piece of the cupcake okay you don't need to hold on to it you know when you put it like that it's like we are we are like our bodies are stressed out when we don't feed them and so we literally have to (laughs) like I'm That's sitting on my body is over here like preach, yeah. preach, y'all are talking. I fucking hate this bitch. She does not. It is not because I'm. I've been trying to tell her I'm that trying. we hungry all the time, and I she know. just over here doing what she want to do. Right. I was she sitting. Just there, don't I was like, listen. I've been trying to tell Can her I all today. Day. I had a latte. Like my oh, friend, my friend sent me a meme. I'm gonna try to find it on Instagram, my phone, but it was like. It was a, a guy, one of those, I mean, a guy wrote it. It was like, you know, mm-hmm. women be like, my head is hurting. <laughs> I can't, yeah. be like, my head is hurting. My joints are hurting. My back is hurting. I'm so tired. I'm so like, and listen off all these things. And it'd be like, what you eat today? And it's like, oh, some cheese and crackers. It'd be like, you are hungry. You are hungry. Your body is telling you that it is shutting down because you have not given it adequate fuel. Are you crazy? Sorry, girl. Like, oh my God, you are so right. I'm sitting over here thinking I had a protein shake at 11 a.m. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I'm guilty of it too. I, I am not perfect by any means when it comes to eating i probably i'm probably more 50 50 than 80 20 and Mm -hmm. to me that but that's okay because i am in a space where i am living my life and Mm -hmm. i'm having a so you have seasons right Right. and it's cyclical 100 there'll be seasons when you are all the way on it and then Mm -hmm. there'll be seasons when it's not you know so yeah. I think giving yourself that flexibility and that grace, it really is crazy, Jay, because I'm sitting here like literally all the different aspects of life that we sit around the kitchen table and talk about on the show, mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, managing your relationships, managing mm-hmm. your career, uh, managing yourself, taking care of yourself emotionally, taking care of yourself spiritually. It really is the same principles, right? It's about Every, it's about across get, the board. It all getting better information. Foundation. Yeah. Getting better mm-hmm. information, uh, giving yourself self space and grace to sort of negotiate the different ups and downs being flexible uh you know not being yourself up not comparing yourself to other people um you know really thinking about and reflecting on why you're doing what you're doing or are you doing it and making sure that you're doing it for the right reasons so i love i love that um this connects even and especially to conversations about body positivity and i'm not even going to say like um, weight loss anymore because I, I think you are helping me to sort of think about it totally differently. It's not about yes. what I'm losing. It's about what about I'm what gaining. gaining. Yes. And the fact that I have, you know, and I'm like, I talk about all the time on the show, I have autoimmune conditions. I have rheumatoid arthritis and it's really about reshaping my mind. It's, like the fa- it's not, okay, so I'm not losing weight, but the fact that I have rheumatoid arthritis and I can still run on the treadmill, mm-hmm. the fact mm-hmm. that I have rheumatoid arthritis and I can still, you know, find ways to lift that don't, yeah. 
mm-hmm. compromise my joints and I can and, and my body can still do things while managing this health issue, health condition. Those are gains that far surpass you know, me being 150 pounds. Right. Uh, Absolutely. And right. if I think about when I was 150 pounds, it wasn't a healthy 150 pounds. Right. I don't even know when I was 150 pounds. <laughs> I don't know when I was 150 pounds. Probably like fifth grade. I'm just sitting over here like two. And we are just bigger body people, I think. And I don't know. I don't have the science to back that up. But I just, something about me just feels like when I be at, I, when I be at Orange Theory, and I say this all the time on the show, so hopefully I don't get in trouble. But I be at Orange Theory, <laughs> and I literally can be in class, look, because, you know, there's mirrors all over the classroom, mm-hmm. right? And I be like, I could drag every one of these women in. <laughs> I am the big, like, strong. these women could not see me. I'm strong. I'm an athlete, okay? Yeah. I don't know what these yeah. girls are doing. I just mm-hmm. think, like, <laughs> physically... Like there's a superiority here. And I just, <laughs> let's it's let's true. call a thing a thing. That's why they tried to tell Shikari that she was getting magic uh, strength from her her acrylics and her weave and shit <laughs> because they can't just accept the fact that Ooh. we just have good blood. We just, we got just good are genes. there's certain things built different. We built different. We, different. Built different. we, we are built different. different. And that's not I'm a not bad 5'10", thing. But I got some calves that'll stop you that. into the motherfucking. <laughs> it'll it'll get you down right. to the core of the earth. <laughs> so we really appreciate your Danielle, perspective. It's been a Danielle, blast, girl. Helping us to Thank shift you. that. Absolutely. Thank you. And please come back anytime you to. have anything going on or whatever. We'd love to have you. I yes. really, I really appreciate that whole, that whole conversation you just had about scary <laughs> and just like all you sharing that you have you know these can other conditions that you're dealing with too like it just reminded me really quickly and then i'll let y'all go no, no, i feel no, like girl, i can talk time. to you good. forever you're good I'm like oh you're welcome at the with... kitchen table girl welcome i can't but... believe it i'm so glad that we are your first black women yeah <laughs> we deserve yeah. Oh, i love it <laughs> It just reminded Thanks. me of how, you know, my dad actually had a stroke last February. Mm. And so he is, you know, back, finally back in his recovery journey to mm-hmm. the point where we go to the gym together every Wednesday. And it just reminds, oh, yeah, it I just reminds um, you that, you know, you don't, you don't have to, like you get to every day, yeah. like you get to yes. train. Yes. And yes. like something about what you said, just like that just echoed in my head and it just made me think about my dad and everything that it's he's a, working through. So, yeah. Yes, prayers mm-hmm. to him. We're so grateful Thank that you. he's on the mend. Thank you. And we're excited yes. that, that you know, he's able to do things that, uh, you know, he used to be able to do. And things yes. are, are getting back to, to where they were. So this has been amazing. We want to really appreciate you for coming and sharing your story and your expertise. Uh, and your experience and just helping us to really reframe and reconsider how we think about ourselves, how we think about our bodies um, and just loving and accepting and taking care of ourselves better. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Come on over. All, all your information in the description (laughs) box for the listeners. Make sure you all check out. We're going to have Danielle's um, personal IG. We're going to have evolve use and uh, information as well. So anybody who's looking to 
focus on their health yes. can tap and tune right on in. Danielle, we're so, are. so grateful for you sharing space with us. Thank you so and much. And know that you are welcome back anytime to the kitchen table. <laughs> anytime. Thank you so much. It has been the biggest pleasure. So thank you. We love all to right, we're going to see you all for the next segment. Our friends at Ulta Beauty shared a few product recommendations for keeping your curls juicy and joyful. Ulta Beauty recommends using the following products in your routine to help in prolonging your protective styles by keeping your hair healthy and hydrated. First, you want to cleanse with the Sunday to Sunday Root Refresh Micellar Rinse, which I can personally attest to. It keeps my scalp super fresh every single day. You all know that I'm running around the kitchen. And so I give myself a quick spritz spritz in between washes and it's absolutely amazing. This lightweight and gentle cleanser is color safe, sulfate free, and keeps your scalp and hair fresh between washes. Next, we have Ulta Beauty's next recommendation, Quimet Biologics Burdock Root Butter Cream, which provides rich, lightweight moisture for fine, thin, Afro-coily hair, delivering 24 hours of moisture without the buildup. It's perfect for dry, medium, low porosity hair. And then we're going to finish out with Rizzo's Curls Nourish Oil, which is made with 100% pure essential oils to provide a radiant shine. This lightweight oil quickly absorbs and penetrates, providing moisture and minimizing frizz for visibly healthier looking hair and scalp. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to Ulta Beauty or Ulta.com and shop all your hair care essentials now. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey. It is time for the petty peeves. And my peeve is not so petty this week. Oh it's actually very in line with the social climate and political climate that we continue to live in. Mm, ghetto. So we go to the beach. Um, and... You know, we just decide it's a hot day. It's our first real hot day of the year. I mean, and we didn't, we just, there was no gradual progression. None at all. We went straight into three digit degree temperatures. Yeah. Which was fascinating. It was was like, like, okay. I mean, it literally took my breath. (laughs) I mean, I opened up my garage and was like, I was grateful. What? I was grateful, but I was like, well, this just life comes at you I fast, mean, this don't it? escalated quickly, <laughs> did it not? So, Listen. Zero to 100. Nigga, real so, quick. Okay. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> so we're like, we go to the beach. The fact that literally we had on a coat a week and a half ago went to the beach is crazy. Mm-hmm. But we decided to go to the beach. So we're driving around, driving around. Parking is terrible. The petty peeve could be that the city and the local residents are the worst for making this difficult for people to go enjoy natural resources, but that's not what it is. Oh, boy. We finally find a park, and it is in front of a row of, you know, condos that live across from the beach. But we find one that's legal, cool. Well, there is a bevy of... If you know anything about New York City and the segregation within New York City, then you understand... Um, the how the the setup right mm-hmm. and how there are certain pockets, Bay Ridge, Long Island, Queen, pockets of Queens, the Rockaways, all that where it is very right wing. 
I mean, American flags, Blue Lives Matter flags, oh, all Christ. manners of those, all on every single house. But whatever, we, we find parking, we're ready to go enjoy. All of the people who lived in them condos and was outside stopped and decided they were just going to stare as we unloaded our things. Whatever. Like, I've gotten real good at pretending that y'all don't exist. But then... One of them comes downstairs and makes it a point to look at us and spit on the ground. What? And Tristan and I both had to really stop and gather our breath and protect our peace and, and remember why we came out here as a family in the first place to go enjoy what don't belong to y'all. Mm. And so we had to just like eat it and walk away. But both of us were quietly livid. And Noah felt that frustration. So we had to explain for the first time ever what it means when a white person looks at you and then spits. Mm. And that was real disgusting on top of everything else that you have to explain to your children. It was real, uh, real disappointing to have to explain something as disrespectful and archaic as as an action like that mm -hmm. so that was it mm. it's just you know this threat that they feel especially a lot of these white men that they feel of being erased and eradicated how they've always preached about their white genocide and the erasure of them as a people and all of that, which is complete farce. Mm -hmm. Y'all been preaching about right genocide for how long now? Ain't nobody out to get y'all out of here. Like, ain't nobody out here targeting you as a people. And I know I'm preaching to the choir. Mm -hmm. But it was just real crazy that in 2022, I had to explain to my child why a white man looked at us and spit on the ground. That's my peeve this week. Man, what mine is like extraordinarily petty in comparison because I just wanted to say that I ordered a pair of jeans from down to the express and they they mailed them to my house with the security tag on. <coughs> and I'm just like pop them in the freezer and then when you put them in the freezer, hit them overnight. After that, you can just kind of pop that. Tag Go on. ahead and teach. <laughs> okay. Boost us. <laughs> Let me tell you something. These tricks of I, the Trizade. Because I grew up with my aunt was one of the greatest boosters of my time, okay? And, and that is just. Wow, that shouldn't uh, rattle that off like that. <laughs> oh man, but yes, that concludes. Contact Express and tell them that they fucked yes, up. Yes, so I plan to go to my nearest Express and set off the alarms as I enter <laughs> with the jeans that I purchased, rightfully, willfully, and lawfully. Yes. 
Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that still contain the security tag, you know, and I just, hey, I just feel like gas is too much money for me to be having to spend true. Uh, extraneous coins to go down to the express when all y'all could have done was what y'all was supposed to do. Okay. <laughs> and the stress of knowing when I walk in here, this shit is going to go off. I mean, it's just so much. It's so much. I got to go in myself here from get. with the receipt on my forehead. Like, I paid for this. Right. Okay, don't don't call the police. But oh yeah, that's God. my petty peeve. And that concludes this week's episode <laughs> of Getting Grown. We want to thank y'all for sticking it out with us. Thanks again to our awesome uh, special guest, The Kitchen yes, Table. Yes, Danielle. It's all about the gains, man. I love it. And the five whys. That's, those are my key takeaways, yes. right? Yes. So y'all be sure to support uh, Danielle uh, and make use of all the wonderful information that she makes available on her social media Absolutely. and through the app that she's working with, the fitness app that she's working with. Um, mm -hmm. Thanks again for everyone submitting your graduation announcements. Please continue to do yes. that. Um, and we'll be back next week with some more uh, foolishment and chicanery. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> chicanery. <laughs> chicanery. Uh, in the meantime, you all can make sure that you're drinking that water because that's also part of taking care of yourself and hydrating your insides, flushing out all of your toxins. You want to make sure you mind that business because that is also part of your health and taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, you want to hit them elbows. Listen, and especially all as in these hot, hot months. Yeah, yeah, don't be out here with your cracked red mm -mm. and gray mm -mm. heels on your feet. No, no. You want to moisturize that. Gotta wisest. do that. Mm -mm -mm. Um, because your black will what? crack. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I was like, wait. I was what? like, I'm going to ask you why no, no, four no. more times. Because <laughs> your black will crack. If it is dry, okay? And don't nobody want your Indeed. cracked black heels hanging over your flip-flops, okay? Yeah. We want better for you. Yeah. And if one and of y'all purchase that Juneteenth ice cream, count your days. I personally will haunt you. Count your days. And you better not be eating it off of no Juneteenth party <laughs> flatware you got from down to the party city or anywhere else. They put heroin in ice cream. <laughs> allegedly. Bye, uh, y'all. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>